Hey Skyfarers and welcome to AferCast, the Cowdron Overlords podcast. I'm Lee, the Arcanet Admiral, and I am joined today by a selection of great admirals from the Mortal Realms. We have uh, Resident Skywarden, uh, Adeptus Dysis. What's up, guys? How are you? Uh, I'm doing great. You know, uh, lockdown as probably most of the world right now, but, you know, still trying to occupy myself, try to play some games online, stuff like that. That's basically it. That's all we can do. Uh, well, yeah, if you can play games online, that's uh, better than some people can play. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, uh, also joined by, uh, you know him, we love him. He's our thunderer from Down Under on the gun deck for us today. Our gunnery sergeant, Mr. Alexander Cron. Hey. How are you, Cron? Going well. Going well. Um, getting, uh, just, just wait, just waiting for that FAQ. Want to make lists? Come on. Yeah, yeah I know that feeling. <laughs> oh, you've just been talking about going to tournaments. Oh, yeah. Um, so we've got some tournaments coming up in Australia. Um, we're kind of lucky. We, we, we've, yeah. Um, yeah, so we've got, I, I've, I've got a tournament coming up in March, hopefully. Hopefully nothing goes awry. Um, getting things ready at the moment, still going with the Zilfen bomb, but we'll see what changes. <laughs> um, there was a little mini tournament down here, just a local thousand points, get people uh, get, get people interested in the game kind of tournament. And someone, the guy who won, ran a Caravan Overlords list with uh, Thunderx um, Profiteers in a gun hauler. Ooh. So that was really cool huh. to see. Finally got the idea from us. <laughs> so good job, Leon. Cool. Well done. Mm. Awesome. Is that Leon from do you know his surname? I don't know. There's a Leon in in the Facebook group, so it could be him. Could be. But that there are yeah. probably several Leons in the world rather than just one, so <laughs> no, no, <laughs> just the one. There's only one Leon <laughs> in the entire one, one KO Leon, at yeah. least. Well, let's um, introduce uh, the mercenaries that we've uh, brought in, the Team Foil Hat Brigade. <laughs> uh, yeah. Do you want to explain yourselves, guys? <laughs> Do you want to explain why you're not wearing a hat? Because I yeah. It's prediction time. We need the Team Foil for speculation and uh, all the crazy ideas we have. I don't want Games Workshop to log into my brain and steal <laughs> all the ideas that I don't want them to do. So I'm going to protect my brainwaves from uh, Games Workshop's secret uh, mind-reading technology. So the question really is, why are, aren't we... The question really isn't, why are we wearing tinfoil hats? Why are you guys not wearing your tinfoil hats? Because Unless you're on their side. Beings. Are you on their side? Mm, okay. Uh, we are all um, minions of Zinch, obviously. Wow. <laughs> Lee lives in, in, in England, so you, you've, you, your country is already controlled by Games Workshop, isn't it? It's Basically. bigger than the fishing industry. <laughs> it's bigger than the fishing industry, actually. <laughs> it will probably be a lot bigger than the fishing industry soon. Um, and that's about as far as I go. Um, 
Yeah. Um, for anyone that hasn't seen the show before, I should probably actually introduce you properly. You are, of course, uh, Duarden Max, our <clears throat> Duarden Prime, really. Yeah. Hi, everyone. Five so, players. you know, protection is important, <laughs> kids. Uh, where are you at in for that? Uh, we're going to go through some wild speculation tonight. Uh, just need to keep all the brainwaves inside. <laughs> uh, uh, just before I introduce Matt properly, I will point out that tinfoil is not a good method of protection for all things. Doesn't necessarily work for everything. Um, just, you know, put that out there. <laughs> uh, it works for all the right things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and I've got, um, Matt, is this your third time on the show now? Third time's a charm. First two, uh, you know, didn't, uh, you know, made a fool of myself and hopefully uh, won't do that again this time. No, I'm just kidding. No, thanks a lot for having me on the show again. Uh, wearing my totally normal, regular, everyday uh, apparel. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm really excited to talk uh, what the upcoming FAQ could bring for Caragon Overlords and um, what we think are some changes and what is actually going to happen. Cool. Well, uh, I definitely like the spirit, like anti Sylvaneth with your tree removal sign in the back. That's, uh, <laughs> yeah. that's the well, spirit. <laughs> yeah, I got the chainsaw ready to go. Um, I already uh, cut down a, 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 a spirit of Durthu right there against the side, and I have his leg as a uh, trophy, and uh, pulled a hornet's nest out, out of out of uh, um, you know out of one of the wild. Dry chop. Dry chop, probably. Yeah. There you go. I <laughs> <clears throat> I just wanted a bit more of a stable connection, so well, it seems to be working so far. So if you teleport outside again, <laughs> seriously, if we if the timing is right and we do a how to beat Sylvanus show, I am gonna be from the top of a from an oak tree. It's got awesome. It's got how to beat Sylvanus. First, you you take your chainsaw, <laughs> then get your ending riggers. Chainsaw goes. <laughs> and then if I fall out of the tree, I'm sure the podcast would get a lot of views. So yeah, <laughs> we'll just I'll do a little clip. I'll edit out a clip and just have it on YouTube and get like a million views. <laughs> it would say something like like Warhammer nerd falls out of a tree or something. <laughs> yeah, it'll be on some like uh, OSHA OSHA uh, violation compilation on YouTube. <laughs> Uh, okay, let's crack on then. Uh, there's no news, really, is there? I don't think so. Um, no. Still waiting on the FAQ. That's probably the the best news we'll get in a few weeks. Maybe next week if we're lucky. Uh, yeah, we don't know what it's going to be. Before the end of the month is all we know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then just waiting on the Slanesh Battle Tome and all the new releases with the Mortals. Um, I'll be very interested to see some of the changes and how they uh, they obviously learn from their mistakes with uh, um, you know everything that went on with the first battle tome and let's see if they can uh, um, you know put their corrections in action. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm seeing those archers. I'm thinking it's going to be a it, yeah. we're, we're going to get it's, they're going to join the shooting meta. We're going to get yeah, a shoot like, meta slanesh summoning summoning Perhaps. archers. <laughs> 
Holy shit. Yeah, it'll, I mean, it'll probably work. Right. It'll probably work a lot like the uh, like the Magikins, um, where you can you can't summon mortals, right? But you'll some be able to summon the demons, and the mortals are the ones that are doing the summoning or have the summoning mechanic. Mm. That would make sense. Could be be interesting to see what they come yeah. up. Uh, wait and see, I guess. Um, so we're going to start with uh, points changes. Um, we've got a little interactive poll that you can join in with if you're in the chat. Um, works similar to the quiz. If you uh, if you watch that show, you there's multiple choice. You just put answer one, two, three, or four um, for what you want. Because it's multiple choice, obviously, you know the exact points that you think something should be might not be on there, but uh, yeah, I'm just worried now. Can, can you guys actually see the uh, countdown? No. Countdown? No. No, no we're not seeing it. Oh, oh damn. There we go. Yes. Now we're good. There. Awesome. That's better. Um, yeah, it was nearly down to one. <laughs> it's not come up yet. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, I've put what I think are some reasonable suggestions. Generally, what do you think points changes will work? Do, do we all think points are roughly likely to go up? Uh, I, I'm not seeing it, to be honest. I mean, what are the main offenders of the book? The main offender is probably the Zilfin footnote. That's going to be FAQ, that, that's for sure. Uh, maybe the Ironclad will get a, a point hike. But uh, frankly, I don't see I don't see Riggers, Thunderers, Wardens, uh, Arknots, you know, uh, getting point point hikes. But uh, I definitely could see uh, maybe uh, the Chemist will be my main mm -hmm. offender. Maybe yeah. you know, going up by 10 or 20 points, even maybe 30 points. That would yeah. be my guess. Okay. Um, so we've got the Admiral first. So if you're in the chat, uh, you know, stick in your answer what you think it's going to be. We've got obviously all of, on all of these. We've got the current points as an option if you don't think it's going to change. Um, and I think I've mostly put points decreases for him because you don't see him in, in any lists mostly. I reckon it's going to stay the same. So Guys, because I'm, I'm keeping track of our answers so we can compare next show when we get the FAQ. So ah. just tell me uh, what you choose. I'll go with three. Online, which is 120. It's, it's going to stay the same, yeah. Ma Max, yeah. Wouldn't our, since we're both wearing tinfoil hats, can't we like communicate telepathically? Yeah, <laughs> I already told you. Wearing? Didn't you hear me? Show <laughs> <laughs> the keyboard going to stop that happening. Um, yeah, I, th I think he stays the same, to be honest with you. I, I think he, he yeah, worked in worked, some lists. Worked, worked. Yeah, yeah, I think he works in some lists. He's not necessarily an auto-include. Um, I think he's he's got some play with his run-and-shoot command ability, but it's pretty limited. I could even see him going down to 110, but I think he stays the same. I don't think yeah, he's really committed for The chat time. agrees with you guys. Lots of freeze and fours. Yeah, and fours. Obviously, yeah. um, no one's you know, voting for him to go up, which isn't a surprise. Um, I think he's solid. For 120, he's solid. He has some power. Lee, what's your answer? I think I will go for 120, staying the same. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I feel like we're staying the same here. Yeah, okay. Let's see just where, what the uh, 
Let's see how come all the other is four or three? Oh, Ayers coach snuck in there at the end with a yes. points increase. I mean, 120 points. He's he, he can hit quite hard, and he has some good buffing if the <laughs> if the yeah. standard things go away. So yeah, Ayers coach. Alan forty points increase. Oh, he's 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 trying to skew the results. <laughs> so it looks like we've got a draw five Stop. and five. Stop the I'm not sure actually how that works. I might have made a bit of a mistake in the poll. Actually, only I think it might be capped at how many how many it shows for the answer. But um, okay. So next up, we have the navigator. Ooh, he does get used mm. a lot. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but again, he's not a main offender. I mean, he got some some nice rules, some nice artifacts, but uh, you know, he's not he's not that obscene. I would stay with uh, number two, hundred points current. Yeah, yeah. I mean, halving movement and have in Mornar with that artifact, he's strong. But in other lists, you could run the list without him. So there you go. I I agree. A hundred points for a foot hero. He has a free plus save. He's a good foot hero. But yeah. Yeah, but he doesn't do much. He, he doesn't do damage. Yeah, I, th I think he'll stay the same at 100 points, uh, along with I think what's going to probably be the next uh, pull selection. He has a half move, and or, or you could take the engine master for for heals, and uh, they're pretty. So you, you can either heal a boat or you know have. I think it's a nice ability. It only affects flyers, so there's definitely some mm -hmm. restrictions on it. 100 points, stay the same. I agree. Yeah, um, yeah, I reckon he's going to stay the same. That's my vote. Um, Number two. Uh, by the way, for all of these, if there has been a point, if there was a points change in the GHB, I've also I've always made sure to put the option of what it was in the battle tome, in case there's like a points change remorse in from Games Workshop. You know, mm. you might see some things just going back to what they were. Cron, sort of what's, your, what's your choice? Uh, no, I yeah, he's I. I Mm, he gets used. He does get used a lot, but I don't think he's going to change. Okay. Um, well, we're not going to find a winner like this because we all just agree on all the points. <laughs> well, it will be you know the one or two where we disagree that will be the decider. Then I mean, there are some, there are some that are just like you know, it doesn't really matter. And then there are some where you might get some division on, like the chemist or the ships, maybe. So and then all of these, are, we we kind of want to do them from the uh, from the perspective of you know what we think they should do, not what we want them to do necessarily. Because if we just do what we want them to do, then we're oh, points decreases for everyone. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so yeah, so next up, the chemist. This could be a divisive one, I think. Well, see, I, I would have picked like one ten. But since that answer is not possible, that's the only answer that is not possible, um, I'll go with four, 120 or higher. Although it is possible on my sheet. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. So I'll go with. Uh, yeah. I still go with 120. Yeah. Yeah. I did. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think I it'll it. go up, but not as much. Maybe 100. So you guys think he'll yeah. go up in points, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Because he's the spell in a bottle problem. To say. Mm. I think w because he deals out a minus one to hit in combat, he also buffs a unit to reroll once to wound, which yeah. is a great buff. And he can take the spell in the bottle. Not that you have to, but 
you can take probably one of the best artifacts in the game. Yeah. Having three great abilities, he's got to go up in points. Yeah, and, you know, since he's one of the main offenders of the Zilfin list, you know, uh, the Chemist, the Rule, and maybe the Ironclad. So I think that these three things uh, will get nerfed. So the Chemist will go up, mm -hmm. the Ironclad might go up, and then the Rule will get a fake cube. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, that's that's the modus operandi for when um, yeah. GW wants to nerf a build. They hit you with points, they hit you with rules, and then they hit you with some other facet of whatever's being abused. Um, so you can't just sort of squeeze part of the balloon and then it goes somewhere else and you just get around it. They're going to make sure that, that you know, they put a stop to it. Yeah, yeah. I agree. So I'll what really, do you guys think? Well, I've voted for four because I think it'll be a classic Games Workshop overreaction. Um, cause that's what they do, isn't it? Um, I would like to see him stay the same and they do something more towards mm. putting the battalions up because it's Zilfin spelling a bottle. That's a problem. Spelling a bottle on his own is not a problem. Um, oh. you can't get, you need either collector or a battalion in Zilfin to get it, don't you? So, mm -hmm. So, uh, Alex, what was what do you um, think? I think he might still stay the same regardless. I think he might actually get hit with rules um, changes instead. Mm -hmm. I don't see it. I don't see it. We'll see. Uh, so the next up, we have the Endrin Master of Endrin Harness. So the foot one. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Number two. Yeah. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. I don't Simple. see. A, I, I, I don't think. Like, I, I don't. I don't see Ender Master getting get taken with any lists at the moment. Really, there's a few. Like, I use it in Zon. I like it a lot. <laughs> I played against Just, uh, an eel spam of uh, list with Volturnus, and he left a spot for me to redeploy and uh, uh, was able to uh, hit Volturnus with the Engine Master's hammer. Rolled three sixes and killed him instantly. So I guess that guy would. Uh, that guy would. Uh, my friend uh, Andrew might might uh, say one twenty or higher, but I'm going to stay with number two. He stays current. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I'm for number two, uh, staying the same. Um, I would like to see him drop to ninety, maybe. Mm -hmm. But I don't think Games Watch would do it. So, so, um, so that you get used more. Dude, maybe. a gold a gold share with that hammer. Yeah. So good. And in Zon with the uh, Edder's Pet Hammer. Oh, five yeah. attacks. Yeah. So, you know, there, there are some combos. There are, there are some tricks to have. I think he's very underrated. I like him a lot. So, mm -hmm. but he, he's, he's um, only, he's not multitasking, right? Uh, his healing ability is subpar and his hitting, com his, his combat prowess is, again, very dicey. So, I think 100 is, is a perfect price. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. Endron Master stays the same. Yeah, also his command ability is good if you want to have some extra heals. Yeah, yeah. So looking at the chat, we've got twos all over the shop. So looks like there's a big consensus there. A uh, couple of ones, which is uh, asking for him to go to ninety or lower. So, uh, but mostly twos. Yeah. But, uh, nice. What have we got next? Uh, probably the dirigible suit is next, I think. Uh, yes. Ooh, 180, yes. <laughs> oh. 
Yes, make him go down in points. He's what? He's too many points right now. Not enough people take him. Make him go down. Wait, are you, are you guys being serious or are you being sarcastic? Nah, we're being wishful. super sarcastic. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people take him, and he's he's good, but is it I really every I mean, list of mine? He certainly wasn't worth two hundred and twenty points no, when he first came out. Well, I think I still use him again. I think he makes Skyrigger's battle line. That's got to count for something, right? Yeah. So that's, I'm afraid they put him at two hundred. I'm, I'm, I'm going to say 200, but it should stick it. But I'm going to say 200. Mm. I think it should. I think it sh he should come down to 180, but I think he's going to stay current. So three is going to be my vote. But honestly, I know he he flat heals three. He has the yeah. command ability. He has decent shooting. But and aside from making engine riggers battle line, I'd rather just take a regular engine master on foot with that hammer. And uh, so I I. I don't know. I think he'll stay current, but I could. I, I wish it would go down to one. Uh, but that guy with grudge bearer trait, he's such a, a wrecking ball. Yeah. He's fast. He can get. He can get he's where he needs so to be. Good. And he has oh, good yes. artifact. Yeah, with the grudge bearer trait, he's mm. amazing. Double all his damage, and he has so many attacks. <laughs> he can. He can do it like twenty damage. Yeah, and eight, eight wounds is nothing to sneeze at. With a three up save. Yeah, because the yeah. other end of Master only has a four up save. I. Mm. I so, That's a big difference. Uh, my call is going up to 220. I think he's going to go back to what he was. Go back. <clears throat> yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with 200. This is a big really? one where we might get. I voted for 200 uh, in the poll. Um, because I don't think he needs to go up, but he needs to be more points than Brock. And I don't see them you know, putting Brock really, really, really. Uh, I need and Brock, Brock should be down. like 120. Is that it? I consider it because he has like a mortal wound impact when he charges in and yeah. that reroll charge is okay but the stupid thing is it's only Barknar so who's yeah. ever going to play well, speaking of Brock Johnson uh, yeah. so Brock such a cool model honestly if, if, if Brock was 70 points I still wouldn't take him like, <laughs> I mean, he's he suffers from that problem where even if he was like an absurdly, ridiculously low points cost, which he never would be, he still wouldn't have a role. And that's his major problem is he doesn't have a role. If he kept his ability to allow a unit of engine riggers to run and still charge, well, then he's yeah. got a role. He's got something in he's got something mm -hmm. that no other unit in the battle time gives you, even if it was just Barak Nar, he would no, still no. have a role. <laughs> no, no. And also it's just Screw that shit. And you know, if he could have the same effect as uh, the Andrew Master, like unlocking Skyriggers as battle line, you know, that would be something as well. Yeah. But that's another you know, great point. Yeah, so I would say yeah. He, I think Four. he should be he should be lower. I think he should be at one eighty, but he's gonna he's not gonna be because the regular one is probably gonna go up. I'm gonna say uh, number two is gonna stay at two ten. I don't think there's there's a case of a named character being cheaper than the the standard one. So I'm yeah, gonna if, say ten. If the if the normal one goes up, there's no argument for him to go down. Yeah, I I would have said two hundred, but you're correct, Alex. If the other one goes up, yeah, he's gonna stay the same. I think so. Yeah, I think I think Brock's gonna. Yeah, yeah. they're not gonna make him less points than the the. 
D'Andon Master oh. because he's mm. he's Brock. He's supposed to be our big character who leads the faction. Mm. But I mean, even if Lee, Lee had said if he was a combat beast, just like a complete manimal in melee, then he has a role to play, right? Like you yep. can charge him in and just tear tear shit up. But he doesn't even do that. So I think he's going to go down even though he would be cheaper than the base engine master and dirigible suit, I think games workshop is going to choose the uh, pretty smooth brain option there and just drop the points because they don't see him on the table. Um, or he, they could say he sells and he, he, he sold a lot of models cause he's a great model and we don't need him. So we don't yeah. Need him. It's going down to 200 or more than that. Not. I think he's going, I think he would go down to like 180, maybe even 170. Okay. And Lee, what do you think? If we're predicting, then I pre predict that it goes to 200. I would like him to drop to 180, but what I'd really like is a rules change, but we're yeah. definitely not going to get that. So, Thundrick. Yeah, Thundrick. They're going to stay the same. Uh, yeah. you know, they, yeah. they don't see much play. Um, they're not broken. They're not bad. I think it's it's a correct choice. But then again, if the chemist does That's go what up. I was going to say, yeah. Mm. Go ahead, change with the chemist. Yeah, mm. but well, again, he, he is a chemist, but he does reroll once to hit, and he can't take artifacts. So, and he can't Adept get a command trait as well. Oh, Adeptus, yeah, there's... Adeptus, I want I want you to finish what you're going to say because you're about to make a great point. Well, I think that if the chemist does go up, I mean, I think you have to to give them a point rise as well. But uh, I I I don't I don't see it because you know the the drawback of losing a command trait of losing an artifact of power that's what makes the chemist great uh, yeah his ability is is cool are cool uh, but I think what makes the regular chemist great is definitely the artifact and the possibility of a, of a command trait to gain another artifact with collector so I'm gonna say three is gonna stay the same. Mm -hmm. I think he's going to stay the same too, but if if they bump the chemist up to 120 points, I've been writing a lot of lists without spell in the bottle. At that point, I'm taking Thundrick for the reroll ones to hit, which is all yeah. already great. But then also to get the five other the five other you know A team uh, members. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, so they got to be careful what they do with the chemist uh, that'll affect Brock or uh, um, uh, Thundrick here. And yeah. the fact that he's only Baraknar. So that does, you know, hold you back a bit. Abilities, so. yeah. Kron, what do you think? Um, I reckon, I, I think he's going to stay the same because I said, I think the chemist is going to stay the same. Yeah, so, so they, we're they, gonna... they usually don't change like these underworld war bands. No, they, they usually just slap in and leave. Yeah. They leave I, think, I think my A-team reference was lost on mostly our international <laughs> audience. Honestly, <laughs> I got it. Thank you very much. <laughs> if you put him in a gun hauler with the with the collapsible compartments, then it yeah. really is the freaking A team. Just roll it up. You can flat the red stripe down the side, and you're fine. <laughs> yes. yes. Okay. Uh, so we've done the heroes. We're moving on to units. Ark not coming yes. in first. Ah. Give me horde discounts. I yeah. do uh, you, we, we might get it. I, I would say for Arcanauts. That would be possible. I, I think they're going to stay at 90, but I. I could see a horde discount, to be honest. That would be so I could money, and and I w I could just laugh in the face of a couple of people who told me why I should be buying more Arcanauts, even though I had fifty. <laughs> I have one hundred and twenty Arcanauts. I'm ready for this. I'm ready for this. <laughs> even, even though Skyhooks were one per ten, I needed twelve. <laughs> 
I started with 80 or 90. I got so mad when the new tone came out. I sold all of them but 10. And then I've been slowly buying another box and another box and another box. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So my answer is three. All right. So what, yeah, what do we think? Three. Put me down for three. I vote for three. Um, I, I don't, don't think they'll do it. I can't see them putting them down to 80 because. Yes. They're no. already massively efficient. So I want, want I want three. Mm. I want three, but I think yes. it's gonna just stay the same. Depends when we're doing predictions for what we want to see. We're not we're, this if we were wish listing three. If we're predicting mm. four. Yeah, probably will be four. And, and to be honest, yeah, you know, it, it would make sense to give them a hard discount. I mean you, we, we didn't get it in uh, the last book. Where uh, it was, you know, a good thing to have a, a squad of thirty or forty, but now it's it's not a, a really an an issue anymore because they're not that efficient. But still, that small discount could be something interesting for list building. But that's the thing with work. Games Workshop. They've in recent books they've moved away from horde discounts because yeah. they, they, we had a meta that's where true. hordes were just so good, and then everyone complained. And I think the most recent books. There are no horde discounts in there. Not even Marauders have a horde discount. Hordes well, have a natural synergy with the core mechanic of how to score objectives. So if you're you're already yeah. incentivized to take more models, and then you're incentivized on top of that to as a points yeah. reduction, it's sort of a compounding. Max, you just convinced me. Put me down to four. I'm going to change my vote. Oh, no look at that! No horde discount. Okay. And and I looked at Ard Boys. Ard Boys were a hundred points. They were ninety, and they went up to a hundred. Mm. Although um, they were. Semi-broken. Yeah, but and they lowered the the other ones, the brutes. Because it's because oh, the they had Do you have no deal. option here for um make it, what if thunderers went up in points? Do I not? Thunderers no. up? No, please don't. No, I don't see them going up though. I'm gonna yeah, I think they're gonna stay the same. I'm gonna. I, mean, I don't see them going down. Give me that horde discount. Sweet, no, sweet. you won't get it. See, yeah, I think the key the key thing is here is. is the question is how many points should they be? And honestly, I don't mm. see why Thunders aren't 110 points. Mm. Really? It's five people. Yeah. I'm overly critical of Thunderers. I don't I know a lot of people love them. Stick 10 in a boat, in a frigate, in an ironclad, whatever you want. I don't Keep value their low, relatively low damage output. They're pointed so high because they're two wounds with a minus one save or a minus one to hit, with a possibly another minus one from the chemist. They don't do enough. Four up revolable save. Yeah, they're they're yeah. they're very tough and resilient, but they simply, for me, don't do enough damage to justify two a quarter, almost a, uh, an eighth of your army for 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 ten of them. And it's, for me, this so mm -hmm. I think they should be one. Also, it's, stone guard like five of stone guard. They're one what one hundred and ten. I think. How much are iron drakes? Iron drakes. One hundred and fifty. Wow. Ten yeah. hundred and fifty, but they're so much better. Yeah. And that's a city. That city of Sigma. The city of Sigma yeah. just get oh. just get screwed over, uh, yeah. as, as a rule. Iron Drakes are better, in, but they're better because they have so many more buffs within cities and ways to buff them, as opposed oh, yeah. to just using so them as like an ally. Okay, yeah, but they're, they're kind of hard to price because uh, you get so many roles with them. You can stick them in the boat, or you can go out of the boat with all the special weapons and everything. So they're, they're kind of hard to, pr to, 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 to prize because of that, I think. 
so, so uh, Alex, you think they stay the same? Um, stay the same. Yep. And the chat yeah, is right. staying the same. Max, I, my answer was I think they should be 110. Yes, I wrote that. Uh, Adeptus, what was your tip? three? They they stay the same. Okay, yeah, I'm afraid they stay the same. Although, what what Matt said, like in low in low volume, if they're not 20 outside the boat with special weapons, I don't think. How many points for Skywalkers? I'll go with one. They're gonna yes. drop. should be yes. They should because I think their regulars are gonna mm. stay the same. Will they drop? This one is on a nice edge because it depends what they do with riggers. Mm-hmm. Um, if riggers go up, then they stay the same. If these drop, then riggers will stay the same. I think so. It's if you get this one wrong, then you get the next one wrong as well. Yep. Um, or you get this one right, then you get the next one right. So, and my, my, my wild guess would be, and we talked about it on the uh, Evercast chat, but uh, I wouldn't be shocked to see that uh, Sky Wardens would become Battle Line if KO. Or mm. battle lines on. Makes some kind of sense. You, you're gonna stay. You leave it at a hundred for for three, but you give them that little edge on riggers. Battle lines on or battle line KO. That's a great point. If they were just battle lines on or KO, yeah, they could stay the same. Otherwise, I think so. honestly, I could. I you could drop them to eighty points. Yeah. If you kept riggers the same, you could drop them to eighty points for three, yeah. and I don't think that would be that bad of a thing. You know, they generally like to do very slow points changes, except for our last great well, they, they do somebody drop thing. They they stick to they they quite often do like a twenty point up up or down. Like if things are in an army are generally on even numbers, then they dem- generally do like a, a twenty like a keep it to an even number. And if they're generally in an odd number, then they generally keep things to an odd number, don't they? So mm-hmm. so Matt, would you? What? It's not what they should be, but what do you predict? I, I, I think it'll. I, the question is that what they should be, and I think they should be number one. So nineteen. Okay. Cron. Uh, I think they're going to stay the same. I think it's going to be riggers that go up because it was riggers that was shown no. to them on the meta report on on the, no. the on the first. By whom? By whom? Yeah. Uh, no, 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 not me, not me. I, I showed them thunders. <laughs> I showed them thunders. Uh, you, you can, you can, you can talk to AOS Shorts about um, his riggers list that he gave to them. Oh no! So I think riggers, riggers are going to be one twenty. That's what's oh, going to happen. Oh, they saw. No. What does every character overload list look like? Oh, it's an ironclad with three squads of six riggers. Oh, they're gonna oh, put them points. Like, like, oh, oh, if I, you know, I, I pick the wardens to go down, so I'm gonna pick the riggers to stay the same. But as Lee pointed out, if you know riggers do go up, I think the wardens will stay the same. So as you said, I think if you pick the first one wrong, you'll get the second one wrong as well. So I'll 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 stick to two. They're gonna stay at a hundred. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I think that they are going to put them up to 110 and it's going to piss me off so much because every single one of my list has a unit of 12. So my list instantly goes up 40 points. Yeah. I love yeah, I'm that. Gonna go forever. I'm going to go for I'm going to screw this up and go 120. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say 120. I'm going to mm-hmm. say, I'm going to say 110. I love, I love 12 riggers with four volley guns and a gold chair. I freaking love that combo so much. And it always is does so well, but you're, everybody uses them. And that's what GW's metric is. Are they used in every list? Well, then they're clearly good and need to go up. Yeah. So, Lee, so the saying- real question is, 
Ah, uh, yeah. Lee? Uh, I'd vote for one because it's how ha- I'd realize how the way I phrase the question is how, how many points should they be? So I'm going to go for one because that's how many points I, sh- I think they should be. Because yeah, I don't that's, think that's for the quiz, but for the predictions, I need what the what you think will happen. Well, if it's a prediction, then I'll go for yes. one twenty because that's what I think Games Workshop would do. But I think they should be 110 because mm-hmm. Games Workshop love their even numbers. And help me out. What did you predict for the Sky Warns? For uh, for myself, I think I well, I I put 90 in the in the quiz, but I reckon they will stay the same. Okay. From, from prediction prediction point of, point of view. Max, I'm getting killed on one of my chats for wearing not a tinfoil hat, but a hat covered in tinfoil. <laughs> That's not a hat. What? No, you clearly you made that yourself. Like that would that is a pure tinfoil construction that you have created you. on your you. on by yourself. Anyone else, anyone who anyone who says otherwise is 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 a is a conspiracy theorist. This is oh. uh, the, the chat on that last one mostly went for 110. I think that's mm. people going for the lesser of evils because they don't want them to be 120. Do they? Uh, but they're going to so do it I at think, 120. Yeah. Right. I think Done this more. thing is going to be this thing is going to go up because it is our single best war scroll in the entire book without mm. Caradon Overlord faction that gets taken by everybody. Everyone takes gun haulers <laughs> because they're that good. You see, I, I kind of disagree because like most most great lists right now, it's Sky Command with a single bow and maybe one gun hauler. No, so, always a second gun hauler. I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I play a score game, but I'm sold. I'm sold. They, they, think, they should be 150, but I think they're going to say the same. Okay. I think they should be 150, but I think they're going to go to 140. I think they... they they deserve to be more points than they are, but I don't think that they're just going to go pendulum right back. I, I think that almost that that to game workshop would feel like, oh, you know, we they don't like admitting mistakes, and that would be admitting a mistake that we dropped them mm-hmm. not too much. Yeah. See, I, so how, how much are the new shadow stalkers? Because they can do the same. They're nine oh, people, so nine one. one, 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 one no, no, the shadow stalkers are one hundred. They're very cheap. So one hundred. Oh, they're very nine, cheap. On a five plus, and they can teleport. So basically, uh, they that, technically very... twelve wounds. The so, the leader in in the shadow stalkers has three wounds. So yeah, twelve wounds so teleporting, they... and uh, I think they have a five plus save. I'll think I mean, yeah, I'll and think you can add. They're so. still and then then negative one to be hitting combat, and they can do mortal wounds. And shadow stalkers are really good for their points. So they're they're comparable to a gun hunter. So yeah. either they need to go up. <laughs> or the gun holder stays, but I think they're probably. I'm, I'm gonna go to 140. Yeah, how much up? Yes, side, side predictions Shadow Stalkers are also gonna go up. Ooh. Mm. So everyone is pretty much voting for 140 there. I'm, I think that's I'm, a nice I'm, middle ground. I'm sticking with my 150. Okay, plus the extra point for Shadow Stalkers. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Extra point. Yes, yes. I was waiting for this one. All right. Hold the trigger. Ah, less. Two hundred okay. points. Yes, gotta be. Yes, yes, Kron. Yes, you're a. You're no a, one uses you're them. Beautiful, you're a beautiful, intelligent individual. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they, they don't get used, do they? Like they're still. Hello, long time frigate user here. 
they're gonna stay the same. They're they're pretty good. You pay for transport, you pay for protection, you pay you pay for uh, I don't know a good good save. Uh, a lot of rooms, fourteen rooms. I think that two twenty is a good price. I'm okay. gonna set two twenty. Yeah. I honestly cool. think two, I think two hundred is the perfect price for them. Two fifty was obscene, to be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and the fact that they can only hold the number of models they do, so it doesn't allow you to take a unit of ten and a hero, is a huge, huge um, in, uh, hindrance to their uh, to their maximum effectiveness. If you could take ten and a hero, that would be. I would have no problem paying the two twenty, but. I really think they need to be too. And the carbines, they drop halfway from the, you know, from the ironclad. I think that's a bridge too far for me to, to I mean, I'm still planning on building mine and I'm going to enjoy playing them, but I think they need to be 200. Okay, Matt, I need a number. Three. A prediction number. Your predict is they, they go down. Okay. I kind of been playing this halfway. Like I, half of the questions I answer what I want them to be and half the questions I, I answer what right. they should be. And I'm going to be all over the map. Okay, Lee, what do you predict? I'm predicting four because I think the gun hauler is going to go up and I think the ironclad is going to go up. So I think then relatively that will make the frigate the right points because it's I the think... same as gun wardens and riggers. It's the frigate needs to be pointed in accordance with the other ships. Yeah. And let's keep one thing in mind. I'm going to say with two, I'm going to say with say it's going to stay current, 220, number okay. four. Right. KO as a faction right now. Uh, have a bad rep. So mm -hmm. if we have too many point drops, even though they're warranted or you know they're not that big of a deal, it's going to send like a, a strange message that, well, it's one of the stronger factions, yet they do have some more point drops after the ones they had at the last mm -hmm. FAQ. So be yeah. careful with the point drops, I think. I don't think we're going to get... Yeah. We're going to get really points drops in this. This is, this is going to be a, a nerf KO FAQ. That's Probably. what this is. Uh, I'm not sure if it's gonna be a nerf because the the army was good before GHP. Then okay. Christmas came early. Everything went nuts. Everything went down. Wow, fantastic! If they put half of the things they, that went down back up, I'm still happy. Mm -hmm. I'm still clapping around. Did, did anybody no. see what the chat went with on the last one? Because I missed it. Current. They they, they voted for went yeah. for current. Okay. Ironclad then. Ironclad should go up to five hundred. Okay. Yeah. I think 500, nice, even round number. Yeah. Yeah. That is my vote as well. I don't want to see it go back to uh, 510 was all, always weird. It, ha it, it has to go up. I think they go 490. <laughs> I mean, I think it should be 500 because in any of my games, my ironclad has never even come close to dying. So, I mean, oh, yeah, I think it needs happen. to be 500 points. I think 490 because. They just want to screw with your list that you end up like with, you know, oh, two thousand ten points. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, so as Kyle pointed out, Jay, it is still a single model. So from an objective-based game. Yeah. It also depends uh, what they do with garrisoning rules if they change that somehow. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So we're we're talk about rules changes in a minute, but. Mm -hmm. Yeah, points changes. If we don't know what rules changes are going to do, do, do we? So, but I think it does need a little bit of an increase. Five ten was weird. I don't see them going higher than it was in the previous book. So, 
Yeah, 490 is also weird. And that's perfect for GW. <laughs> I mean, four sixty would be lovely. You can have three in at least. Mm -hmm. Yeah, almost everyone agrees. Five hundred, yeah. So that is all the models. I think what we've got next is battalions, because I think there does need to be some points changes for battalions. So these, well, these are the sort of things that people forget about when we talk about points changes. So battalions are hard to gauge because I don't know that there's a, a way to really prize them correctly mm -hmm. uh, so you know iron sky command should go up based on the fact that it's the only one that allows you to do a single drop list or to be really low drop mm -hmm. it should go up but will it go up i i'd say 120 just for reasons you know just mm -hmm. it has yeah. to go up. yeah i think it should be 120 because it's really good. Immune to Battleshock is always very nice, especially on a mm -hmm. on durable units like Arcanaut Company and uh, Engine Riggers that, that flee from Battleshock easily. I think it's a great buff, and it's uh, mostly most of your army. You, you have, you're paying 50 points, and you're getting a command point, so really you're saying that all those other benefits, the extra artifact, the buff... The, the lower drops is only worth, seven, is only worth what, 60 points at that point? No, it's got to go up to 120. Hmm. I think I, yeah, pardon me. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'll go then. Uh, so I think it's worth one thirty, but for your for your sheet max, I think you should put one forty or one maybe one fifty. Because I think Games Workshop will go and go. Well, this is the overpowered thing. This is what's giving them spell in a bottle, mm. and then. Really, and we see we did see it in previous books. They weren't quite high on battalions at one point. This is this has been in the in the previous books. This battalion was at one fifty. So the thing is, the battalion it's not just drops and artifact. And I mean, the battleship community with a big base, eighteen inches, it's is massive. It's also um, when building the list. So see, I need I need an extra battalion. What can I choose? And there's a minimum cost to each battalion. And this one already brings you, like minimum cost brings you at, I think, over a thousand points already. So if you make them too expensive, then it's not like reasonable to take them. Yeah, like you said, you need a battalion. Okay, well, I don't want to build around an Iron Sky attack, so I'll just put in Iron Sky command, get a couple heroes, get one unit engine riggers, and get what I need, the spell in the bottle. I'm going to go with 120 on the, the Iron Sky command as well, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Attack squadron should stay the same. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree as well. Yeah, I'm happy for it to stay the same because it's a couple of people take it. Not many. It's got a really strong ability. Um, but but it's stuck. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's got strong ability, but. It's, you're never going to build a low drop list around this unless you go double battalion. Um, and that strong ability, um, it, it, it doesn't, it's competing with fly high, which is free. Because um, uh, you can't do it, you can't get out after fly high with it. So I, think I would like for this to stay the same, but I would like frigates to go down. 
So, Dude. you know, having a 20 point drop on a frigate. Um, so you're looking at a minimum 40 point. I think this would compete with, I would rather see iron sky attack be buffed than iron sky command be nerfed. I'd rather there be more competition between those battalions rather than just saying iron sky command. We don't want you to take it. I'd rather say we want you to take iron sky attack as a viable option to iron sky command. That's a good point. The internal balance improved that. And that's something they've done like recently with the Morafi book for IDK and the daughter. So maybe we'll see that. Like they try, they, they try to learn and make, make things more like internally balanced, give you more options. Because that, in the end, I think Vince said this on his last show. If you, if all books are internally balanced well, this will balance the entire game because you will see more variation from lists. It becomes less rock paper scissors, right? Yeah, the it becomes less like general. there's one list to win or two lists to win, and you would only see those. Yeah. Grom, what do you think about this? Yeah, uh, I reckon it might stay the same because you do just because you don't see it much. Mm -hmm. I think they're gonna just kind of skim it by. I don't think they're gonna. Yeah, it's. I I don't think this is going to be a nothing's going to get buffed. I think in this in this thing, things are going to either stay the same, or they're going to get more expensive. Who's the madman that wanted it to go up? <laughs> um. So, escort wing should be lower than Iris Sky Command, but it's not going to be. Um, it's always been. 10 points more than Iron Sky Command for no reason. Uh, I'm going to pick 120, so both Iron Sky Command and Escort Wing will be 120. Um, but I fully expect it to follow the same uh, points hike than the Iron Sky Command. So I, I'm going to I'm going to say 120, but it's probably going to be 130 for no reason. Escort wing has always been very confusing for me. It's, it seems like it's trying to be two different things, but it doesn't do either of them particularly well. Like it's trying to be a straight up blasty list, but then at the same time, it wants to incorporate a wide array of units, but not lower drops. So it yep. feels like it's trying to be a little bit of iron sky command and a little bit of iron sky attack, but it really doesn't do. So, and it's trying to be a super blasty list, but it, it doesn't do either of them any particularly well. If you're playing, yeah, so I don't know. I, I think it should just stay the same. I think it's fine where it is. It's not a problem. Some people use it. That's great. I don't see it. Uh, okay. No, no, Lee, if you <clears throat> predict it already. Uh, so I, what I think it should be is 120, because what I think Iron Sky Command should be is 130, and I think it should be lower. Prediction-wise, I think it will probably go to 130. Okay, and Alex? Um, I'm going to say it's going to stay... Oh, no. No, I, it's one one thirty. It's going to go up. Go up? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to change my pick Everybody, as well. So you it's guys are go all shell-shocked from, the, from the, first, uh, the first Battle Tome FAQ. <laughs> you're still... You're well, still I still your remember team. the chemists going up to 160 and getting an FAQ. So. I know. You're, I remember you're all, you're the dark days. Yeah, you're all shell shocked from. We don't talk FAQ. about those days. Oh no, no, no FAQ, Daddy, please not again. <laughs> right, so we've got some bonus questions. We didn't grab the because let's be. Why honest. are we? What are we talking about the Skaven for? What have they got to do with anything? 
Yes, yes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you, it will. That's not an option. It will go down, and I'll tell you why. Because Haven players are so sad that like they took away their 24 inch reach or 26 or what it was, and now they have to like yeah. use skitter leap or do that ability from the uh, big rat whoops here i don't know what's it called the big guy who can like deep strike six inches away and then throw it out so i don't see putting it back up because that will screw skaven over and this is a, a skaven spell yeah i'm gonna stay current um uh, because you know if you use the arg i think you're you're spot on max with your with your Skaven comment, but still, I, I think it's a really powerful spell. So it's going to stay the same, and it won't go up because of, of KO, uh, because the chemist will go up. Mm -hmm. So I think it's yeah. going to stay the same. That, that's a that's great good. way to balance think, it, because yeah. mm -hmm. if, it goes, if it goes up, then you're screwing Skaven, and if you go if you go yep. down to try to get Skaven to use it, you're buffing KO, so then you just buff the chemist, or you just increase the points on the chemist to, to nerf it in KO. Another weird internal balance problem with KO though, it's like if you put spell in a bottom of a list, it's like, well, why wouldn't you take warp lightning vortex? So you've got if it doesn't change, you've got no reason to take other spells unless the other spells change points. I know Which it's not gonna be on a weird problem. So it's, I know it's not gonna be on here. I would love to see the realm scourge rupture go down simply for completely non-biased reasons. I'd never put that in any of my lists. Mm. Um no, <laughs> I think I've got to vote on that one. Um, uh, I have. I honestly uh, don't know what they do with the warp lightning vortex. I think they're probably just. I reckon they hedge their bets and they go for ninety. Okay. Uh, Alex. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, same. I think. Yeah, just because of it is technically a Skaven Skaven spell, and we should be thinking of the Skaven book. They 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 should be thinking of the Skaven book when they point it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, they can't ignore KO when they point it, so... Uh, they can't ignore KO when they point any endless spell, which I just... They can't ignore KO when they change triumphs in the GHB, so... Yeah. Okay, so was that thing 50 so points? Yes, really? it was. 50 points. Yeah, it, was, it was so good. It was... So good. But it's still offensive, rigid. even in a Slaves to Darkness list. If you play against a lot of wizards, it is an offensive thing. So yeah. it, I think it will go up even 100. I think it's going to stay current. Okay. Uh, me, I'll be right back. I, I think it's going to stay current because uh, I think it's 80 points is a good price because if you if you buy that spell in a tournament setting, uh, you, you might not go against a lot of wizards. There are more and more wizards in the game. Uh, that's true. Hence the rise to 80 points. But I think... Is going to stay the same because it might as be as effective uh, against okay. every army. Counter argument: It's not about how many wizards you face, but how many wizards you bring, mm. put near to it, and how many endless spells. Now it's limited to three, but I've seen lists with Archeon. He throws out you throw out two other endless spells. This one, plus then you have two or three wizards around, and it, the thing does like six plus D three mortal wounds, which is already. Egregious, so I think they'll put it up to a hundred. Yeah, I think it needs a rules change because yeah, it's, just, it's got too much potential there, and I think it needs to just have something like if there's X amount of wizards nearby, then it does X amount of damage, or uh, cap it to two or three yeah. wizards. Yeah, so what? So, so if there's two or like X amount or more wizards, then it does this damage. 
Or did um, you do like D3 or D6? And that's it. Yeah. So, what do you think, Lee? Uh, I think they go for ninety. I want to see. A, I would like to see a rules change, though. But they were, but will they? I don't know. Alex, what do you I think, think? I think it's going to be four. Um, is my I'm going to say current because I just don't know enough about the the state of Slaves of Darkness and Zench to know like how they change it. It's Zench that uses it the most, right? Yeah, yeah, you need the Slaves to Darkness Wizard to cast it. So Archeon or some other dude from there. So, oh, a Sorcerer. Chaos Sorcerer. It was also a lot more abusable before they changed the rule to limit your number of endless spells in an army to three because Zinch would just put out six endless spells and then blast something and then next turn just automatically remove it and then recast it again. Um, and they could move all the endless spells. But now you can only take three endless spells, so it's less abusable. Mm. Yeah, I mean, if you throw a lot of horrors around it, they're all wizards. Like you know, you can you can abuse this. You Bellacor can cast it. So well, yeah, but, but horrors are two hundred points for a unit, whereas you could get the same effect from the demon rift from like a ten point malevolent maelstrom. So like that. Yeah. So they were putting out just like twelve endless spells and then blasting something. It, it then accumulates if you're then facing like a luminous list, where everyone's a wizard. Plus, they brought two end spells. Uh, not that I've done this, but I think did like 30 more wounds in a round. So, yes. <laughs> it's a good thing, but it's a very corner case. But, um, Matt, so you think it stays the same? Uh, no, I think it should go up to 90. I think it's still incredibly right. strong. And it, I think it's bad because it, it just reduces some armies to dust. And then some armies it does literally nothing to. So I, I, yeah. I think yeah. it's, yeah. yeah. I think you should be punished for for, for having uh, an ability that just completely tackles one or two builds. Do we know of any endless spells that cost more than 100? Uh, no, 100 is the limit. Um, that's for the Everblaze Comet and such. Yeah, yeah so I think 100 has been the most, so... Um, yeah, it's just one of these weird things that it, it because it's not just doing a large amount of damage, but to every unit it's passed over as well. So if you really can get it to high damage, and then it passes over like five units, it just multiplies and it's stupid. Um, so unfortunately, because this uh, is over, basically abused a quiz system for this poll. So <laughs> the result here. Yeah, the results here are the uh, I put the current points as the correct answer on every. every so, Stephen so, thinks everything should stay the same. Yeah, so the, the people that are at the top here, so we've got Stephen, Evelina, and Dario Death, uh, are the ones that don't want many changes. Mm-hmm. And everyone else are the ones that uh, want. Stephen's the madman who thinks nothing should change except Iron Sky attack should go up. I love it. I love it, Stephen. I just want to point out that uh, even Stephen there, who's number one, after 19 questions, only 10 of them has he said that they should say the same. On the rest, he must have voted for uh, points drops, obviously. (laughs) uh, Bingo home place here at the bottom is just like rewrite the whole book. (laughs) Yeah, well, even that where we joined late, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it's, uh, that's a, a broad spectrum there. Um, so it's like lots of people are after points changes. So, uh, 
yeah, so that's the points changes. I think a lot of it is dependent on rules because mm. if things get nerfed in another way, then it's wishy washy. Right. So, and it depends whether you're uh, you're going for what you think things should be, what you'd like things to be, or what you predict things to do. Oh, perfect! Right at the sixty-minute mark, you timed it yeah. perfectly, so, Admiral. So, yeah, Lee, I think we have we have some couple of minutes. I think, unless you have something else prepared. Oh, but we we were going to talk about. Uh... Oh, I've lost Croc. Did I notice that? Don't Yeah, maybe. We can all pick one thing from other armies that we'd like to change. What for points? Points uh, or rules or what we think will happen. I mean, it's still a prediction show here, although I'm now uh, tinfoil hat is getting warm. Um, yeah. I know. It's <laughs> <laughs> a very good isolator. It's a great conductor of uh, body heat, isn't? I'm finding that out, but I'm I'm committed. They're not stealing my thoughts. Um, so. Rules changes or points changes, what do we think is a, probably a problem exactly. in the game for KO? Oh, for KO? Well, I guess you can still it's a KO. I mean, Croak just has all the games a whole needs to go up. Um, oh, yeah. uh, but with Croak, I think it'll do the same as they did with with all the, they do, they're just not gonna point croak up 50 points but they're gonna do him like 10 points the vortex another 10 points the asteroid standard bearer another 20 points so they're gonna accumulate it like mm -hmm. that's the combo everyone takes you know those three pieces and do it that way so in the end he's just like 20 points up or he himself yeah. i mean for rules changes there's there's plenty of things from, from across the game that I think needs to change. Um, and if we're talking just about points for other armies. Like, like general rules or, you know, faction-specific ones? Whatever. Pick one. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead with some KO ones first. Uh, mm -hmm. I think that the Zilfin footnote is going to get changed. I think that's, that's our main one. Um, the way I see it, um, I think it's going to get rewarded so that it works. You can use it at the end of your hero phase. Mm -hmm. So that prevents you from using the Zilfin footnote, then dropping the vortex. So now you can do it. So that's, you know, that's part of the reason why I said that the vortex will not go up or whatever. And the chemist, you know, if, if you do this, do you need to increase the points of the chemists i don't know but i think that's the way they're gonna attack this this footnote i think you're gonna change the timing of the activation because as a whole it's it's a great rule there's no denying that but it's it's really strong some people said that i think cron that was your point i'm not sure but uh said they're gonna nerf they're gonna remove the fly high thing uh which that's is, that's my prediction i yeah. think they're gonna Get rid of the fly high from the Zilfin. When you there's an FAQ that says you can, the FAQ that tells us you can fly high with the Zilfin move. I think they're going to just take that out. Yeah, but you see, if you do that, you don't attack the main offender. You can still put the vortex down first turn. While if you change the timing of the footnote, you can't do it. 
So I think that's why I'm gonna choose. I'm gonna choose that the footnote will get uh, rewarded, so that the timing will be different. That's All a right. really good. That's a really good prediction, Adeptus. I think that's probably the most elegant solution to the problem. Yeah. I could also see another option where they add and instead of doing a designer's commentary they make an errata where they add the line just like in the barrack mornar redeploy trait where you can't move or disembark after using the um always a breeze if you um if you look for it so that way it'll sort of helps the two problems which was flying high with 20 thunderers and then dropping them out in the first turn and that was also something that's a, a big problem for somebody and so you won't be you wouldn't be able to do that but also if you fly high and drop the vortex in their face as well you're stuck there unless you just move back you know five or ten inches so you're not just getting out of dodge dropping the vortex and then piecing out you you're there's there's uh, uh, an accepted level of risk that you're going to have to take if you want to drop the vortex in somebody's face, but it also stops you from just putting 20 thunderers in your face. Sean. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I agree that they might reword that Sylphin footnote. Hmm. Okay. And, and one thing that would not be popular as my second, uh, really out of the box pick. Uh, I already mentioned the uh, Sky Warden getting. Like uh, battle lines on or battle line KO, but I'm gonna go with a very unpopular one. Uh, I don't think it's gonna happen, but I think it would make that particular model more attractive to lists. I think they might down the line, not for the FAQ, they're not gonna rewrite that war scroll, but down the line, they might uh, put fly high as a command ability for the admiral. Oh no, I oh, know no. they won't. They won't do that because it's too big of a change. But I think that would be something that would be uh, interesting. Uh, it would be fluffy for the admiral to really control the fleet. It would give him something uh, to the army that doesn't exist right now, uh, at a different purpose. But uh, I, I might see that down the line. Not for this FAQ. I'm not saying that for this FAQ. But it, it might be something that we'll see because. I think that the Kahai mechanism is is too strong. To be honest with you, I think that's something that a lot of players that play against KO really uh, really complain about. So I think down the line, they might keep the ability but put it on a war scroll, on a hero war scroll. I can yeah. see triggering intensifies with a couple of people in this group. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it was it would be an, an unpopular opinion. I, uh, I just think the whole. I, I definitely could see that too, Adeptus. I think the main problem was that most of the book was balanced around the ability to fly high, and I think if you sort of restrict that to one, and I'm not saying that you're. I mean, I'm I just. I think that that would be a huge, a huge hurdle to overcome. Where they balance the whole book around being fly high. There's no plus to hit. There's no plus to wound. There are rerolls, but um, you know, there's not a. a a lot of there is shooting power, but it's not it's nothing compared to the output that some cities list can do, some stormcast list can do. KO is not the shootiest army in the game, and I think that that was balanced around our unparalleled mobility. Ironically, stormcast can also have some of that, but um, so that would be that would be it. That would be a thunderer's level nerf. <laughs> yeah, something know. to talk about through the ages. 
I, what you said, uh, Alex, that um, people complain about the fly high. I think it's the fly high is not an not an issue because it's one model or in best case eight eight models that fly high for objectives because you can take seven hitchers. Uh, I think it people need just need to learn how to counter. It will take some time. We have no yeah. time here, so maybe it will take a bit longer. But people already have started to like screen out. You know, yeah. where do they put their faction? Oh. Where do I, they? I, 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 so I, don't think it's, I don't think it's the if they like nerf, nerf that. Yeah. Well, fly high is one of those things that probably needs a change in some way. There's a whole host of things that need some clarification. A lot of them revolve around fly high anyway um so it probably needs some rewording it feels to me like it had some rewording like last minute before the book was published anyway um and i think it probably needs a change i think putting it to the admiral is maybe a step too far i i was with you when you started saying like oh make it a command ability type thing um because at least then there's like we've got to there's a resource you have to manage, but yeah, putting it only for the admiral, I think it's maybe too far. Uh, another thing I could see them doing is just make it once per game per ship. So each ship can only do it once per battle. Um, and then that encourages you to take more ships. Um, uh, and you, and you have to use it more as a, a get out of dodge, which is what it feels like it should be. It feels like it should be like, oh no, I'm surrounded. What should I do? Like, I'm going to hightail it out of it. Um, but the thing is, when they take this away from the war scroll, it screws over KO being allies. Yeah, that's why you take a gun holder as an ally because it's fantastic. You can just teleport around. It doesn't have the gold. Okay, who cares? Um, that's but, what I said, once, once per battle, because you said command ability, maybe that's too much because then you have the tax of command points, and yeah. there's no. Big way to generate command points in this army. Maybe you have well, the admiral as there's one in Zilfin, there's like three different ways. Yeah. Yeah, but that's an admiral. Um I, I think I think Lee, if you make it once per battle and you do an errata on the war scroll, I mean that wouldn't be honestly that wouldn't be terrible. I don't really fly high that much anyway. My my regular opponents have a, in whatever regular games I can get in the covid era, which is few and far between, but they've already figured out, oh cool, you can't fly high onto terrain, you can't fly high within an inch of terrain. So I'm going to use terrain as a, a, as a unit and so instead of like having to screen their my first couple games they're like oh, I have to screen off the whole board. And I told them maybe stupidly on my part, no you don't. You have to screen where there's no terrain. Where else can my big, huge ironclad base fit mm -hmm. that's near terrain, that's not within nine inches of another model, um, that's not completely somewhere useless? Mm -hmm. You don't have to screen the back corner. There's nothing back there. You remove the objective. There's no objective over there. So it they quickly realized to use terrain as one of their own units to mm -hmm. prevent me from flying high. And it became really, really frustrating. Um, and if you have two or three ships, if you have an ironclad and two gun haulers or a couple of frigates and an iron sky attack, you run out of options to fly high very quickly. So, you know, I can see the, maybe the fact that there's the COVID effect where people haven't gotten a chance to play against KO mm -hmm. a lot mm -hmm. and they, they finally get one game and they show up and 
they kind of can't, you know, can't really figure out how to tackle it or they go to a tournament. They finally get to go to a tournament and all of a sudden KO's just hopping all over the board. And, you know, and, and I just think people didn't really get a chance to play against something that was so new. Yes, I agree. Um, also with terrain, if so at, tur at tournaments, we know there's always a bit less terrain than usual. If we follow the GHB rules, how it should be played the game, mm -hmm. that's all. That's so much terrain on the on the on the board. That's true. That's it true. is. If you pull all these, and they're all six inches away from each other, already it's hard to fit like an ironclad between, because mm -hmm. you need one inch on both sides. I think the ironclad is what four point three inches, four point wide. So yep. um, then it makes it difficult. So I don't think that's. They'll not. I hope they don't. No, please don't. When I'm, when I'm playing, so much on a PM because that's the fun of the KO. They can take their shooting where it's needed, but it's as, as uh, Kyle said previously uh, in the comments. It's just one model. You don't win objective games with one model. Yeah, that's I think I think if they want, I think that I mean this would be rewriting the whole book at this point. But if they did make it a once per battle, or they did make it a command ability, then give us the ability to score from the ships. Okay. But yeah, like, that's trade off. I mean, so if I could, that's literally like rewriting the whole tome almost. Um, but, you know, if, you, if you're going to make it once per battle or it's a resource, then you got to give me the ability to score from the ships. Mm -hmm. and, oh, but if and, they do that, that's powerful. Because then like, now you have an ironclad well, with 25 people inside. You're 26. Yeah. And you just need to be the ironclad like a. That can't fly high, or you had to waste one of your engine works to make it do it once per battle. Like, um, I, I don't see it as that but, big a deal. You know, that, that's why I said not for this FAQ, but down the line, I could see that, you know, down the line. But again, if I do that, there are some trade offs for sure. Uh, mm -hmm. Might be a point drop for ships or whatever, but, you know, this ability to me is really strong. And Maximum, a great point when you said that in tournament games, yeah, terrain is more scarce. Uh, as as it should be, fly high would be less possible. That's true. But the ability to redeploy the whole army from one turn to the other, I mean, the first thing that was nerfed with uh, change host for Frizinge was a two teleport to one teleport. Um, mm -hmm. So the, the ability just to redeploy is is so awesome in this game for so many reasons. Uh, that when you have an ability to have three or four, maybe more if you want to play more ships. But then again, three is probably the max. Um, I think I think that's that'll give me looked at to say the least. Not this year, not probably not next year, but down the line, I could see a rework of some sorts from from that rule for, for that rule. Mm -hmm. So I will say that I think that Lee, you are completely right. When they were writing that fly high rule, I can just see this sort of internal struggle they had. They probably had one team write it and another team write it and then another team edit it and then another team look at it. And then this, because it looked, because that one phrase in there, you, instead of making a normal move, you can fly high. And then in parentheses, you can retreat or, and disengage. Or, I don't know if that's exact, but it's like, but those two are, Fly high, disengage, and retreat are three separate abilities, yep. and neither of them interact with each other. And it's almost like if you took that out, that little you can retreat and disengage in the parentheses, 
it doesn't change the rule at all. And it removes confusion because some people that actually causes confusion. So I think that's mm. sort of a remnant that got left, that got left in by accident and overlooked. Yeah. And I think you're rightly that they just rewrote that rule so many times and probably had so much internal strife over how they wanted it to be. And they wanted to play it cautiously and make sure KO just wasn't just obscene. Yeah. There's uh, another thing I wanted to point out. You, we talked about how terrain uh, affects where you can land, but it's, it's not just terrain, it's objectives as well. Mm. So you can't land within an, an inch of an objective. And then True. I, like, I played uh, better part of value. You've got eight objectives. Typically, people, when they set up a table, don't set up the terrain on the objective. Well, they can't. It has to be three inches away. Yeah, but they can see, typically they won't even set it within three inches away. They set it outside of the six-inch circles, especially oh, okay. honest wargamer style circle di discs that they put on the table. They go, "Oh well, there's an objective there, so I won't put the train inside that circle." And then mm -hmm. very soon you end up with even less space you can land because you can't even fit between the terrain and the, the objective very easily. Um, without even any model any any models there so it's one of these weird things that the set up the table massively affects the power of ko yeah it's like it did with Sil sylvaneth in the past um yeah sylvaneth when they started setting up their trees everywhere because i think the tree also has only to be one inch away from our terrain mm -hmm. so they can just like build like block entire parts of the board from fly high so yeah i don't think fly high it, it is a challenge for players to play against. Yeah. There's a couple of things I wanted to bring up in the chat. So Stephen Moss suggested uh, locking it to a skyport. Uh, no offense, Stephen, but I would hate that idea because it's the same problem with the Zilpin fly high move is that you have a very powerful ability and you make it only in a skyport, then it... it... <laughs> what is happening? Sorry. Is that Cron? No, oh, it's not. No, just, just move on. Just move on. Is it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I like, Who do I mean? <laughs> but yeah, if you have a really powerful ability, and it's a one skyport. Then all of a sudden, everyone takes that one skyport because that's the one that lets you fly high. So everyone takes Zilfin at the moment because it's that's the one. Yeah, and you would feel like you have to take this one. So all yeah. the other ones you wouldn't consider. Yeah. So I don't think uh, locking in is a good idea. Yeah, maybe mute yourself for a second. Oh. Can you mute uh, Luke you can, you can mute yourself. Yeah, okay. oh, it's not him. Oh, oh, not me. Hey, not me. What did I do? Is that Etherporn Hub or something like that? <laughs> yeah. uh, so, and then the other thing in the chat was about making it cost, like you could spend your gold on it. So the ship can spend their gold on it, which is an interesting suggestion. Yeah. But then again, I mean, I, I, think, I think, you know, I, I shouldn't have gone there. First of all, um, well, I it's not, but it's, it's, it's like we did the points and now we're in the rules, so yeah. I, I think I think Matt is a solid point. I think that if you do uh do massive change to fly high, I think you have to rewrite the whole book and you know build it around that. So, I honestly I, wouldn't mind a rewrite to the whole book, I'm just saying, <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, I know, I know what you mean. I love the book. I love playing the army. I know I'm a relative newcomer compared to some of you guys. I, I really just started playing uh, at this new battle tome, um, even though I bought all my models uh, somewhere in, uh, you know, fall of 2019. But I love playing the army. Love it. Love the lore. Love all of it. 
Um, but yeah, I think I think they they just slightly missed the mark, right? Like they're going for a bullseye and then pff, just a little bit. And but but they're right there. And I, I yeah. No, I mean I think when you you look at the fact that we haven't even we like we've had what a year since they wrote the since the book come out to think about fly high and stuff and we still haven't we like as a community come up with a consensus oh like it's obvious they should have done this that shows how hard it is to like balance a rule like that yeah. so. mm. well just think about it. they have like i said i think this on the last show they have a couple dozen internal play testers i'm sure they have a couple, couple of dozen of teams out, out outside the <laughs> outside the Okay, I'm giving them a little bit of credit, but they have a bunch of. They have some play dozen, I think it's like three, three or but four. They have, they have play testers inside. They have a, a bunch of teams externally that they, um, you know, preview the rules and say, "Hey, play some games and tell us what you think." And mm -hmm. that's all well and fine. But then they release a battle tome, and uh, suddenly they have millions of people who think they know the rules and 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 they um, and they they find all these combos so quickly. Because you suddenly have millions of games being played, and it's like, oh, you couldn't see this? How could you not see this? Well, because somebody across the world found it and then typed it on the internet, and now everybody knows it instantly. And it's like, That's well, this is so obvious. Well, it really wasn't obvious. They just, it's, it's, you know, and we're all nerds. We love finding <laughs> little holes and 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 chips in the armor to exploit. And and you know, we're highly obsessive about the things that we love. So it's only natural that we're gonna, you know. Find it, it play testing. I can imagine it's a massive undertaking. And then if you get it wrong, you have millions of people online screaming at you that you're you have no idea what you're doing. And so I, it's it's tough. And with those words of wisdom, I have to let you go, guys. I have some family duty to take care of. So uh, it's been nice to talk to you guys. Uh, see you soon. And okay. uh, let's see if in a, thank you. And let's see if uh, in a week or so uh, we'll how, how right or how wrong we will be. All right. Yeah. So take care. See you guys. Side very much, Stephanus, and uh, yep. look All after right. this big guys. All right. Take care. <laughs> Bye. Okay. Uh, okay. So, are there? Oh yes, we lost Kron as well. Um, officially, because we had already lost him. <laughs> Man overboard. Um, but uh, so, are there any other rules that you think will be touched on from a balance point of view? How about uh, spelling the for yeah, KO. okay. Let's let's so, see. Yeah, people have been talking about like yeah, just nerf spell in a bottle, make it only generic, malign sorcery, endless spells, and not faction specific ones. Um, I don't know because yeah, okay, I don't feel these FAQs and these halfway FAQs they do these major changes. Usually they stick to like points and like clarifications. Okay, they. Yeah. Did it, it, when did they do Petrofix? No, that was a GHP. When did it? So I don't mm -hmm. expect it to be like a, a massive. The, the, the problem with that, Max, is how do you say a malign sorcery endless spell? Like we say that because we know what we're talking about, but it yeah, doesn't have a perspective. It doesn't make any sense because it's not just malign sorcery, it's forbidden power. Yeah, it's hard to word. Uh, uh, they don't have I suppose that they could just literally list the endless spells that you can take, like they did with the publications that you can use. But that is also, I mean, that would be a very clear indication that, you know, we made a mistake. We shouldn't have let you use Warp Lightning. Mm. Or maybe they say you can use any endless spell you want, except that. Yeah, except <laughs> yeah no, I, I agree. I don't think they'll 
do it, they'll try to balance it through the chemist. Make the chemist 120 points. Um, I don't know, maybe some other stupid. Yeah, thing. they'll fix Elfin, right? They'll fix. Um, and I, I don't mean to cut you off, Lee. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh yeah, so I'll go because I want to talk about the spend the bottle a bit more, and you're going to bring up Elfin. Uh, I think one thing they could do with spend the bottle is they could make it so they say it's automatically cast on a ten. And therefore, the enemy, your opponent, gets to have a chance of unbinding it, which That's good. introduced some interaction. People don't feel like, oh, well, they just get to cast this, but they don't even have to roll for it. Like, I can't do anything about it. It's not fair. They go, and well, it's, not, it's not worth taking a one-use artifact for that. Well, it's the only reason, already the, already the balance in that artifact is it's once per game. Even if you dis the dispel the endless spell, you cannot use it again. It's a one per game thing that happens. It's an expensive endless spell that you need to pay, pay the points for. So people keep forgetting. And you still need to pay the points for something I can use once. Whereas a Skaven player, he can use it two, three times in, in his game if he manages to dispel and cast it again. Mm -hmm. So then making it on a 10 or like make it a 12. Croak, yeah. and I think Texas comes in, he can automatic dispel or unbind. Like then why would I? Then the cost is just too much for too little. I mean, personally, already I, I went away from spell in the bottle. It's any trick, but it's a bit. It's mm -hmm. a one-trick pony, you know. It's good, but I'd rather there's so much, so many good artifacts. I mean, flare pistol is so yeah. so good, <laughs> and people don't use it because they're just like uh, warp lightning vortex, and you know, I'm I can't really. Um, you know, say too much about that because I, I, I use Realm Scourge Rupture a lot of times. I don't really like the, I, I like Realm Scourge Rupture specifically because I use double navigator so I can debuff the movement of a flying unit, but I have no way to slow down or stop a unit on the ground like a, a block of three keepers or a block of um, the uh, orc pigs. So I like using the Realm Scourge as a physical wall spell that I can stop, but also have move as well. So, um, but that's, you know, um, um, some you know a, a sort of a, a stylistic choice, uh, but I think most people just say, "Oh, any on the spell, or playing vortex." You know, I, I agree with what Kuba says yeah. here in the chat, uh, or or what um, Adeptus uh, yeah. suggested previously. That's what I was about to Make say. The same thing. Just hero Fantastic. Yeah. Now, I, now I actually, I mean, it's still a good spell, but I need to get there. And I, I the incentive of like a double turn with triple tap to the vortex is much much smaller. Yeah. Uh, just for anyone listening, because obviously this will go out on a podcast later. Oh. Uh, what Cuba said <laughs> was just lock it to the beginning of the hero phase. Uh, so it's, it does the same thing as what Adeptus says. If you change the timing of either the spell in the bottle or um, the Zilvid move, then one of those two can basically make it impossible. Um, yeah, I think. If they change the timing to the bottle, is there some other offensive thing that we can do with the move when it's hero phase? We, when when does the navigator thing happen? I think that's start of the hero phase, isn't it? The half move. I don't know. It, one thing it would bring up is, in theory, you could cast it and then dispel it instantly. Well, uh, you need to dispel and dispels, yeah. Yeah, because they happen to start the hero phase, so you'd be spelling. So in theory, you could cast it and then attempt to dispel it, um, which could be, I don't know, could be a but thing. But why? I don't know. I, well, I you do like do it. 
so you I do like care. what Kuba had suggested, either, you know, which ties into what Adeptus said. You you make the spell in the bottle at the beginning of the hero phase, right? Or if you make the it's always a breeze, um, if you look for it at the start of the hero phase. The the one problem that I have with both of those solutions is this is that every single time in this game that they have had an ability or a way or a mechanism for you to move after a, a teleport, a, a teleport, it has been a complete disaster, okay? Whether it was Mirror Pool, which they fixed. You could cast a spell. It was a realm spell from the Realm of Life where you could uh, teleport yourself in the hero phase and then you could still move after. That single-handedly won me several, um, several games at one particular Nova open um there was bridge of shadows which was uh, an ulgu realm spell same thing they both got nerfed at the same time Pretty. then you've got now now you've got uh zilpin it's always uh there's always a breeze and the orcs have a way to do this with the hand of gork and they do it a little sneakily where they will teleport across the board but outside of um nine inches and then they can use their command ability to move if they're outside of nine inches so teleport move you can even add vomit cause damage and then uh, because at the end of the turn if the unit took damage it's allowed to move so they could damage their own unit with the vomit i think from the weird knob teleport it move it and then uh, in the in, in the charge phase like Charge again, or it's like in a three D six charge, is it? Because yeah. they're D six for being an plus three, and who knows what? Right. Yeah. Every every single time that they have had an ability where you can teleport and then move afterward, it's been a disaster, and they've nerfed it. But they never learned their lesson. There always is some way, and it's not necessarily so explicit all the time. Like the orcs is a little, little, a little tricky that you have to you watch out for. But it, it's just it's it's never worked out. It's going to continue to not work out, and. You know, that's the problem with, with Zilfin is you can move after you can teleport. And it's even worse because you can fly high and you can double teleport. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, they did it with Zilfin before. Like, that's what it was in the old book was you could move in the hero phase and then move again. And that, and then they changed it because it was a problem. Um, and uh. they've just done it again now with Stormcast. And I don't know. I mean, there we, we spoke, like, we have our own group chat. Uh, on Facebook and of course there's all the different WhatsApp chats. We spoke uh, recently about the fact that there's a similar problem with charge bonuses after a teleport, like or and, and it's not just teleporting; it's you know bringing stuff off from reserve and then being able to move afterwards or bringing bring stuff off from reserve and then being able to charge. It's they're always going to be really powerful. Um, it's just whether you let every army do it, and therefore you have to learn to play against it, or you keep nipping them in the bud and you learn to stop doing it yeah so you know i hope they i hope they elegantly find a solution to the zilfin problem um but i think if they just go after zilfin and people really want to do warp lightning vortex for whatever reason and they don't point the chemist higher they don't overly point the vortex higher i can see people oh let me take another look at mornar and see if i can um, um, sort of abuse the opportunistic privateers trait, which I love because that's my skyport of choice, and I have found it incredibly useful to redeploy the ironclad. But there's no restriction. I can go on top of objectives. I can fly onto a piece of terrain. I can fly on top of an infinitely high, you know, tower or castle and can never be reached. Um, and it's 
it, there are a lot of now you can't you can't move afterwards. And I, I wish they would add this FAQ, this question to the FAQ. Can I fly high after I use the opportunistic privateer trait with Mornar? It says that I cannot make a normal move or disembark the first turn if I redeploy. Well, fly high is not considered a move. It's not a normal move. It's a setup. But the wording of fly high says instead of making a normal move. So that means does do I have to have the option, the ability to make a move in order to use fly high? Or am I simply not able to move and instead I can do this other thing? And I think we've talked about this exhaustively on the WhatsApp chat and our Aethercast chat. Um, something I would love to see addressed because I have to ask every single opponent, this is what Fly High says. This is what Opportunistic Privateer says. What do you think? I have to ask every TO when I go to an event. I have had a couple TOs say, absolutely, you can do that. And I've had some opponents say no. And so it's an awkward conversation to have. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because as soon as you even try and broach a conversation like that, your opponent is it's like well what sort of what is he trying to do that he probably shouldn't be able to do you rule <laughs> lawyering win at all costs yeah. you know super whack player but it's really just and i told my opponent listen if you say no it's totally fine i can do something else don't worry i've got all sorts of mornar shifty tricks up my sleeve <laughs> but i just want to know where you stand on this and i also just like to get people's opinions mm -hmm. Yeah, it, that is something that needs clarification. Um, there's a there's a there's a few things that I've been covering everything that needs that could be touched on from a balance point of view. Okay. I'd love them to make the other skyports more attractive. Uh, because obviously, because of the spell on the bottle combo, a lot of Zilfin gets played. Uh, and personally, I think Zilfin is one of the better ones. But just give me some incentives. But again, that's nothing I expect in a uh, winter FAQ. Oh, that's yes, something I expect in a Broken Realm book. Or give it, give us a a seventh Skyport, the Skyport that broke down and crashed the earth. I don't know what. <laughs> the one that oh, the, uh, the, uh, I should know this because it was in the quiz recently. Um, what, <laughs> the lost one of was the Gamazee. Trouble is there's more than one. Yeah, awesome. like they, they rediscovered oh, one that they it's, it's super it's super strong. Uh, like not super strong, but it gives us I don't it know. Maybe the uh, lost city of Atlantis trope, won't it? And they're like the Wakanda type things. Like whenever a civilization has been cut off from other civilizations for a long time, they must be massively powerful. Because that's <laughs> how that works, obviously. <laughs> Something from a balanced perspective that needs fixly? Vent plates. It is currently uh, the most broken yeah. artifact in the entire game. Some say that vent plates is still going off even today. Because it never ends. Nobody takes it because everybody's expect expecting it to go away. But technically, right now, vent plates as written, because I am a win at all cost rules lawyering piece of crap. Uh, it you turn it on in your opponent shooting phase, and it never, it never. Have you ever encountered a TO that said, "Yeah, it's it's gonna go for all your six games"? <laughs> like, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah, it, I, I mean, we all know. 
Well, five rounds in, I'm turning five rounds currently minus seven hundred to hit. So yeah, <laughs> every time I use it every game, it just stacks. So <laughs> <laughs> oh well, I used it on turn one, uh, round one, round two, round three, round five. So I'm at minus five. It's still active. Yeah. Don't worry. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that needs clarification, um, and I think it's fairly obvious what they will do with that, and yeah. what they probably should do with it. Because I think one one phase is good enough. Even if it's, like, I mean, if they wanted to be generous, they could say until your next hero phase. It's the end of the round. Yeah. Um, well, the, typically, what they would do for something like that is the wording that they typically use for those sorts of things is until your next hero phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have a similar sort. It would of be round. good if you get double turned. I think yeah. if it's supposed to be this this billowing steam cloud that's around, um, it makes sense that it obscures visibility, and that wouldn't really have an effect maybe too much on, on melee. So it's probably meant just that shooting phase, which yeah. then obviously just you know completely eliminates it for, as a competitive option. Um, but it's, uh, it's a pretty funny... Yeah, I mean, that depends on how much shooting there is in your, in your meta. Like, KO is popular. Yeah. Um, Cities. You got cities. The, you got Zinch. So I mean, you got uh, Luminef, but they just don't care about all the players anyway. I can't imagine taking vent plates over flare pistol if I'm not taking spell in a bottle, right? I can't imagine taking it over flare pistol. Even void stone. It's a second. It's a second or third artifact choice, isn't it? It's um, certainly not a bad option. I just, I just, there's the, the phosphorite bomblets. There are just the problem is with our book, it's um, like there is so many great artifacts, so many good artifacts. <laughs> which is also good. Man, what was the other obvious uh, balance issue that I, I, I could remember? I know it was vent plates was one of them. And, um, man, I can't think of it. It's going to come to me when we're talking about something. Well, there's a few others I've got that on from a balance point of view that. Just general things that need clarification. Um, I'm trying to think of any of them are balance related. We move on to the the tedious boring ones. <laughs> no, I, I should have. It's, it's almost like I, sh- I knew I was going to be on the show and I would have been prepared. Yeah. So well, let's move on to the ones that the, the the rules that need clarifications that don't really have necessarily a balance impact. So there's things like hitching technically doesn't work here we go again because fly high is a setup um uh i think the chat has just come to a rescue about the one that's a big balance issue um but yeah so hitching technically doesn't work because it's uh fly high is a setup and it says after the sky vessel is moved you can then remove the sky riggers from the table but the, the the, the sky vessel never moves, so you never actually trigger being able to use the, ability, uh, the second part of the ability. So oh, that just needs clarifying. That just needs to be like errated and tweaked. Um, oh, the other uh, one that I wanted to say that, but luckily it's not a balance issue. It's now just like a clarification issue. Is technically Barrack Thring is not even a, a like a uh, working skyport because. Technically, the uh, um, I mean, I guess it is a working skyport, but it's not working as intended because all of the um, ally, all the Duarden units that are one and four don't gain the Caradron Overlords keyword. So technically, they're allies and they're limited to four hundred points. No, they are um, not. They are not. No. Well, there's, a, there's a lengthy explanation by 
uh, Warmer Weekly, Tom, why they are not yeah, allies. I, I think deliberately said they do not gain the uh, the Cardon keyword for reasons that. Yeah. So if we're going to go into it without getting too like explaining too well, is essentially when you write a list or you you build an army, you choose your allegiance before you choose your units. Um, and therefore you have your allegiance ability before you put your units in that make, lets you decide. And so you already have your ability that says that you can have one in four units um, that, that aren't carried on over. So it's just like a chicken and an egg thing. If it was the opposite okay. way around, whereas okay. you chose your units first and then that determined whether you could be KO and therefore be barrack freeing, like then yeah. it'd be the opposite way around. Um, I always just assumed that they needed the Caradron Overlords keyword to be in a Caradron Overlords army, or else they're allies. Uh, you know, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to try to delve into the uh, bowels of the uh, core rules, and, and that's something I thought could use clarification because I always knew that cities and like you know the Stormcast allies or the or the Stormcast or the Sylvaneth or in Tempest Eye, the Caradron Overlords units that you take in uh, Tempest Eye gain the cities of Sigmar keyword. So I thought that was wrong. But um, I'll, you know, obviously I'll take your word for it. So, so is is um, the problem stems from the fact that they don't use the same methodology in all the books? Is that right? Exactly. So I assumed that because they took that extra step in the cities book and they didn't in the KO book, that it was an oversight. But you know, I'll I'll, I'll yield to uh, my uh, uh, our, uh, the Tom um, Tom Lyons Overlord. <laughs> it certainly wouldn't hurt to have an FA like a designer commentary to say, can I like. Do they count as yeah. all the and then just no say no? Yeah, they're good. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. So they can be allies. You can have allied warden units to circumvent the whole one in four. Yeah. So you can actually have one in two can be warden, although half of them need to be chosen as allies and the other don't. Yeah. So let's talk about tax quadrant because it's been brought up in the chat. Um, from the bleachers. Yes. Uh, so. There is a problem with that, which is you get people asking all the time, like, can I fly high and then get out using your tax quadrant? And my understanding of it is you can't because flying transport says you can't get out of a ship if it's flown high or moved. And then the tax quadrant says you can get out of the ship even if it's moved and doesn't mention yep. fly high. Um, so I think that would just be really helpful from a designer's commentary point of view, just to clear that up um has it's gonna be a case of uh, if a rule doesn't need clarification we won't write an faq and they think it's clear yeah except for the fact you get someone asking every week i mean yeah, yeah I, every, it's it's a very commonly asked question and i hate to be so you know cold, but i mean for me it seems pretty clear like fly high is not a move it's and, and everybody and I've and, and every time this question comes up, especially in the Facebook group, I say no because fly high is not a move. And then somebody says, "Well, where's that?" Well, it's buried in the core rules FAQ from like two years ago, and unfortunately, and that's the problem. Like one of our core mechanics is uh, based on a FAQ that was written two years ago, specifically, I believe, for the Wanderers, where they could all come off from the board edge, but then they could not count moving for like. Um, the Eternal Guard, and you know, so it's it, it just I think a new edition of Age of Sigmar, which I 
which I can safely assume is maybe coming up this summer, perhaps, I think is going to clarify a lot of this stuff um, that this FAQ won't. Um, but um, I think it's pretty clear, but it's a commonly asked question, like you said. Yeah, I think that's a, um, a valid statement. They will not clear too many things in this FAQ if we'll see a new edition summer or maybe autumn because we have some some month of delay still from last year. Yeah. So, um, so a lot of people ask too if you can. A lot of people ask um, if for Iron Sky attack, if you can get in the boat, fly or move. Mm -hmm. Not even so. Say we already assume. Just say for the sake of argument, you cannot fly high and get out of the with an Iron Sky attack. Can I embark on the in the boat, move, and then get out again? That's something. <laughs> Uh, I think the garrisoning rules will uh, prevent you from this because then you because getting inside a garrison is instead of a move. Getting out doesn't say instead of a move, but it's a it's a redeploy. So you're double tapping in this. I'm not it moving, but I'm doing two things instead. Right. And I think the how they want it to work is no, because it would also mean you could enter a building and exit it on the other side, doing like a twenty inch move or whatever, however big the the building is. Uh, but I agree, it's not overly well specified. I was going to say because Maxon, what does instead of move mean? Instead of making a normal move, what does that mean? You know, yeah. yeah. Uh, the trouble is they have the FAQ for Skaven, which is very similar. Which basically is like, oh well, I have this thing that says I can't move, and then I have this other thing that I can teleport instead of making a move, and it's like, well, it basically. If you base it on that ruling, then you can do it. So, but it's fairly obvious that it's not meant to work like that. So, yeah. I think it's a case of the garrison rules were not really written with this in mind. No, um, and also they they kind of often in FAQs buried in some FAQ from Beast of Chaos five five years ago, they start to contradict themselves in some yeah, rules, uh, which I is also a problem. With this battle tome, they definitely built this brand new luxury skyscraper on top of a shaky foundation. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah. Um, oh, and we've got uh, Age of Nagash in the chat. Cool to have him on here. Hope he's enjoying the show. If you oh. uh, haven't checked out his channel, then you should definitely go have a look there. How about the. Uh, how about the uh, crazy fun interaction where the engine master and dirigible suits command ability says that you can um, you can make them re the engine riggers re-roll their uh, um, repair roll, mm -hmm. but that happens at the the command ability you use at the start of the hero phase, but the engine riggers um, it has to uh, be done the other way around. I think. Yeah, the other way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it's the other way around. Yeah, the engine riggers uh, um, repair at the start of the hero phase, but you can't use the command ability until the hero phase. So I there's a. I think Nico explained this to me once in a chat, and there's a an FAQ somewhere that explains uh, because this command ability is triggered by when? by when they before they try to repair you can use it out of sequence, out of the normal order. And there is some explanation somewhere. I think it's Stormcaster. I don't I don't remember. For the uh, for the simplicity of it, it would have just been easier just for them to add the word start 
yeah. the hero raising to his ability. Uh, is there a reason why their ability needs to happen at the start of the hero phase? They want it maybe so you. I have no oh. idea. No, because if it was at the end of the hero phase, I could think of a reason. Like they would stop, want you to not be able to heal the boat before Zilfin flying high somewhere. But I don't think they, they fought that far. <laughs> uh, forcing it to be at the start of the hero phase seems. Unless it's to stop you getting a command point somehow. But you, you already have the command point. Like when you start your turn, you have it. I mean, there are ways no. to get extra command points. So whether it's to stop you getting an extra command point before you decide to do that, but but they don't. Or the it. fact that you can, you have to, you have to decide if you want to use your command ability to get that heal before you roll for your engine master, your engine master's heal, or anything like that. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, but then the, end, just, the other one is just flat free. So Yeah, I know. It just seems so. And what I meant is, I, I think we all know how it's supposed to work, but it would just be nice to have an errata. Just that's mm -hmm. all you need to do. And but it's the, so simple. Yeah, an errata would help. But there's, a, there's an FAQ that explains it and legalizes it. And so but they it will just say it's obvious. The rules are out there. We for my Caradron Overlord's rules. And you can't expect. But that's how they work. If they say it's clear, like if you go through five FAQs and you study law and then you figure it out, <laughs> it's there. It's there. The rule is there. It's written. We don't need to do anything. I think 95% of all players play in their garage or at homes. They, you know, it's, it's sort of a, a fun game for them. And there's this 5% of us that are just take this to the extreme, take this, this, yeah. this hobby game to the extreme. And, um, and we're the ones that are finding it. And then, you know, but I don't think most people are going to go through every single FAQ and say, well, how does this affect my, how does this, uh, you know, there's a, there's an FAQ for the, um, the flesh eater courts that is hugely impactful for a spider fang faction army building. And I think that's ridiculous. <laughs> and, and so I, I don't think new play, new players don't do that. And I don't think they should have to. No, I agree. I totally agree. But, uh, I don't in my case, it's work. I'm a tangent machine, so. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I'm um, just trying to check out. Oh, I was just trying to check my list, but let's uh, bring up this question from the uh, from the chat. So, which is, can we explain the pin them, shred them, finish them, thunder rule, and how it applies to all the special weapons and one, not just one of them? Would you so, like me to read the pin them, shred them uh, rule? First of all, Oh. Great name, Davi or Dev. You just won AOS. Fantastic name. <laughs> so here's the pin them, shred them, finish them rule. Uh, the narrative text is, Thunderers use the specialist weapons they are armed with to launch a deadly combination of attacks that leaves the target reeling. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made with a Grunstock Mortar, Deck Sweeper, or Aether Cannon when it is used by a unit that has at least one of each of these weapons i.e. at least one mortar, one deck sweeper, and at least one aether cannon. This ability cannot be used by a model that is part of a garrison. Okay, so I think his question was, does it just work? Like, if I have a set of, of each, it works for those, and the other cannons I bring, they don't get the, the buff. No, I think the question that I've seen other people ask and, or pose in the past is that it uh you have to choose one of those types of so it either works for aper cannons or it works for mortars or it works for deck sweepers it doesn't necessarily work for all three 
is what I've seen some people say in the past. Um, and I think okay. it's based on the the minutiae of the word of the wording. But um, add one to hit rolls for attacks made with a Grunstock mortar, Dex Reaper, or Aether Cannon when it is used yeah. by a unit that has at least one of each of these weapons. I think it's for one type of weapon. Yeah. Add one to hit rolls for attacks made with or cannon. Because why wouldn't they say and? Hmm. I think it's because it says A, uh, first of all. So it says to A, yeah, and then it's it's just... It's another one of those things where it's like, it's obvious how it's meant to work, especially when... Hmm. I mean, we sometimes you have the benefit of knowing how rules worked in previous books. Um, I think rules were... Do we or death? Um, I am taking cannons all day, every day, all day long. I love my deck sweepers. Love those deck sweepers. I think the models are ace. On, I, that's my favorite looking special weapon is the deck sweeper. Um, but, it just but, but cannons are the, the deck true. sweeper has five barrels, but it only has four shots. <laughs> FAQ, do it, make it five. Uh, but it has five attacks after it gets plus one. Yeah. There you go, Max. The other one is jammed, and then, but once he gets close, he just keeps spamming the trigger button and it eventually fires out. Yeah, so I think it's just it looks like a tool they would use. Like they have, they like they just shove something, they yeah. just use like the, the air and they're just sweeping the cannon just by like shooting the air and cleaning off the deck. Mm. The cannons are the truth that you know, especially if you give them plus one to hit, they're threes and twos, ren two, d three, four of them, you know, and then you're an egg. If there's an enemy within three inches, that's when yeah, and then re-rolling hits with the gold, so you're a threes re-rolling, twos rent two d. I mean, just re-rolling ones with the chemist that's there anyway. So money, they're just so d three damage at rent two. And that's why I don't care about this stupid spell in the bottom. Unless unless you're facing a uh, coalesce seraphon, then deck sweepers are the truth. Yeah, I mean they're just like they when they're outside and you use this uh, pin them, shred them rule. They just become like uh, two ether rifles. I mean, let's be honest. You take one mortar. You take one fumigator. You can take a couple fumigators if you really want to make sure that minus one to hits applied over the whole unit. But you take one mortar. You take one fumigator. You take max cannons, max deck sweepers, and then the rest are rifles, right? I mean, you don't, need, you don't even need a fumigator for that rule. So you could even go without any fumigators. So that's it. that's an interesting question. I'd never even considered that all the special the, the deck sweeper and the cannon because the mortar. I mean, whatever. But I've never, never even considered that it's deck sweeper or cannons. Well, it's not even it's not even just that. Like, say if you had a unit of twenty, then if you you could read it in a way that it's like you pick one of your acre cannons, not four of them, just one of them because it's a. Mm, it's that's what I. It's ridiculous for it to work that way. So, like the that's the reason I want funders at eighty points. Well, <laughs> Lee, I, I'll say this: maybe it could be interpreted that you're ta it's talking about the weapon profile and not necessarily just one model with the cannon, but you're you're talking about re add one, adding one to hit rolls for one still, of those weapon profiles. But still, I it, it would be such a nerf. Yeah, it's. I think it's just poorly written. Um, Thunder, those points are only valid if they're on the ground with this ability and special weapons. Because 20 in a ship, 10 in a ship, the output they do for the points are not um, 
justified in my opinion yeah i think it's i think as an in, like an intention sort of thing it should work on all, all of the weapon profiles mm. maybe, maybe it'd be helpful just to have an errata there just to change it to um just to say all at the beginning or at, say rather than having all so that it could say and would be helpful um mm. Uh, so I think lastly, I think the the only thing we haven't possibly covered um, is getting a little bit niche now, but it's grudge bearer and the auxiliary objectives. So specifically the ones that you choose a uh, a hero in the in the enemy army because they happen at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it's you, you can choose the order. Yeah, do you choose before? Before or after? Is the question. Both at the start of the battle, after deployment. Both yeah. these things at the same time. Wait, so, I'm sorry. Can you so, uh, explain this like I'm like I'm five? Uh, so, okay. uh, Warhammer. Five. <laughs> uh, maybe I'm ten. Okay. No. Uh, there's the auxiliary objective. I think it's called uh, Grudge, or I don't know. I think it's a like, you can choose uh, an enemy hero. Mm -hmm. You, your, your opponent chooses one. Doesn't matter. I think there's two of them that are very similar, but I think the one that's important is the one where you get to choose it. And if you kill it with a hero of your choosing, um, then you fulfill this objective. And okay, it so happens battle the same time that when you decide the grudge bearer trait, which is the enemy that you're going to do double damage. It happens so at when, the same time. Both. When when it, when do you choose your grudge for a grudge bearer? After deployment, at this, uh, before the start of the battle, after deployment. And that's yeah. the same time that you choose your auxiliary objectives. So I, I, I if that if it were me, I would roll off. Hmm. Whoever wins picks first. But you're right; that is an interesting interaction. I would, I would say we both choose. Auxiliaries, and then I do this. How does he know when I need to choose? I mean, why why would I choose it then anyway? I mean, it's a, that's, I mean that's a niche one anyway. It's, so. it's a it's a niche one, but I've always played it this way because it's, there's a there's, a, there's a, a quite a bit of a benefit to you because like if you know because there's there's also one of them. Uh, maybe or maybe it is this one where your opponent chooses the hero. So they, if they choose the hero first, and then you get to choose your judge bearer after they've chosen the hero, you can then select to have it on him. Yeah. So I don't know. So uh, I think that's all of them. Is there any others that we've missed? For kill. I mean, I'm sure that in a game this complex, you're always going to have one more, which is let's do it. objectives. And this is semi-clarified by the Sons of Behemoth uh, FAQ, which is, is there a difference between gaining control of an objective or retaining yes. control of an objective? Uh, because mm -hmm. models inside a ship don't count towards gaining control of an objective. But if you already control the objective, are you? No. Are you? The... No. I have thoughts on this. Oh. It's it, no. 
Yeah, like if you jump onto an objective, they do not count. But then if it's someone walks onto it, suddenly they count inside the ship. No. No. It's, I don't uh, think that's how it's intended. But like, and I and I posed this question to somebody in my gaming group um, who said brought up the point. So um, when so you check for ownership of the objectives at the end of the battle round, at the end of the not the battle round, the player turn. You always yep. check for owns all objectives. You only score if it's your player turn, but you check for ownership of the objectives at the end of the player turn. Now he uh, uh, theorized that in that case they reset. At the start, and then so if I take first turn, top of one, I do whatever I want in my turn. You check for ownership of all the um, the objectives. I own this one. He owns that one. I score points. They all reset to zero. And then at the end of his player turn, you check again. And so you're always gaining control. You're never you're never holding an objective. Technically, they're always being gained. But how how do then these uh, battle plans work that give you more points the longer you keep the objective? Because from that logic, I would always be at one. Because I just you're, you're, that's consecutive turns being you know I guess I mean I think that would probably be a special case. But that was what I mean. I'm just saying that's what that's what his thoughts on it, and I thought that was really interesting. The mechanic on there's a simple explanation, which is there is no retaining control. Thing. It's the same thing as what your your friend has said, but except for the fact they don't reset, it's just that if your opponent walks onto the onto the objective, you're checking to see if they gain control, not whether you retain control. Exactly. So the only mechanic involved is has it has a player gain control of the objective. Um, yeah, and it's a, yeah, sorry. It's a perspective thing. You can't say, oh well, it's different because from my perspective, I'm retaining control, but from your perspective, you're trying to gain control. It's just like well, it's just this one mechanic, which is. But for for your example, I I gain control in my turn. Mm -hmm. I walk off the objective. It's empty. I still score it by the how the rules are written. I still score it. But yeah. from your interpretation or your friend's interpretation, I'm not regaining. I'm not gaining it. So I wouldn't score because there's no models on it. But Age of Sigma works. I plant my flag. I walk off until someone else comes. It's my tango. Um, well, it's because it's because the other person has gained control of it. So no, if you know, if they models on it as well, and then it's my next turn. I still score it. Yeah, it's I understand still. that. It's because he. It's because I, this, the I rule still... says keep. Uh, I keep this objective, right. and you said your interpretation or your friend's interpretation was you cannot keep objectives. You need to regain them every turn. That would mean I need to keep models on the objective. Which in AOS I, mean, I think I think what Lee said applies. It's all about perspective because I gain control of it, and there's no mechanism to to retain control. But mm -hmm. I've gained control of this objective, and it's mine. I understand. There's I, being you know reset. It was just a way to sort of explain the thinking um, mm -hmm. quickly, but. Um, you leave, if I gain control of it and leave, my opponent is always trying to gain control of it. And if they don't gain control of it, I don't retain it. I just haven't lost it. So yeah. it's, just, it's just a perspective. <laughs> so I see Mac, I yeah. see Mac having like a, Ooh, I don't know. Before, before we delve to like go down a rabbit hole, I think the, same, the main thing is to just remember that there isn't a mechanism for retaining control. Um, it's just 
the only mechanism in the game is for gaining control, and that's why. And checking who has it. Basically, never count if you're in the ship, basically. Um, and then that will also apply for um, stuff like places of arcane power, I believe, um, which don't use the core rules. The only so, only thing where your hero affects the objective inside a boat is like things like Scorch Earth mm -hmm. or um, Total Conquest, I think, where he scores extra. Mm -hmm. Because so, it just says he needs to be within six. Hmm. So what is because they gave an answer in the Sons of Behemoth FAQ, but they didn't explain it. So what I just like to see is a clarification of no, this is why it's like this. Hmm. So there isn't anything like, well, I theorize it this way, my my friend theorizes this way. It's just like, no, this is how it is. Um, I predict we will not get that explanation. <laughs> Uh, we do like a quick um like summary of of the kind of the questions that we are hoping to get clarification on real quick uh yes so uh, <laughs> uh so zilfin fly, or yeah. fly high is it uh, like what is instead of basically like how, how like more clarification on exactly when you can and can't fly high like um because that would be really helpful and the same with like um that applies then to the more nothing as well um mm -hmm. vent plates just do what we all think it needs to do um attack squadron you know just clarify that it's you know if, if, if they move the same phase and you know, uh, yep. no float flew high the same phase you can, can't because obviously we flew high in the air phase, we still could. Um, uh, what else did we mention? I don't know. <laughs> oh, and then pin them, shred them, finish them. Yeah. But I, I don't know if a lot of people, I haven't seen that question asked before. I don't know if they're even aware of the issue. I saw it in the when it, you know, last year. Um, so essentially, what we're waiting for, what we're bracing for, are, are points changes, how they're going to deal with the Zilfin problem and then a smattering of other you know basically clarifications and erratas but really what we're waiting for are points changes and if they're going to deal with the zilfin problem right spelling yeah. points spell points yeah. are that's all i expect i don't expect erratas but more like faqs explanations yeah. i mean and then we would like to get some designers commentaries on some things just to help clarify them but we probably don't expect them. No. I really like when they go into detail on the designer's commentary and they write, you know, this is how we originally intended this to work. And we were thinking this, like they've done that on a couple of them. And I, I really, really appreciate it. Get kind of getting into the minds of the, of the rules writers a little bit. Yeah. The more they write in an FAQ, the more chance they have of accidentally breaking something. Can we, can we do a prediction? When do we think the FAQ is going to drop? Uh, okay, um, so it's yeah. as, our, we'll as, our, as, a la as a last. Everybody's pulling up their calendars. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly. Yeah. What I'm, doing. I'm gonna go with the 25th. Ooh. 25th. Um, that means I've had a month after Christmas. I'm gonna I... go with the 26th because we all want it on the 25th, and we'll be disappointed once more by GW, and it will be the 26th. Out of the. Uh, I think it's gonna be. 
February. I'm going to go. I think it's going to be February 1st and it's going to be like a, like a cheat. We said later this month, but you know, one day is no big deal. So I'm going to say February 1st. February 1st. I'm going to go 26th and lead as the 25th. Yeah. And then we'll all be wrong because it'll be the 29th. Yeah. So everyone in the chat, let us comment below. Don't yeah. forget to like the video. I, I learned from coach that you need to say this. Yeah. Like it and subscribe and click the yeah, bell. Click the bell icon. Yeah. yeah. And, and, uh, and uh, tell us what you thought, what do you think needs changing, what do you hope will change or get clarified. Maybe there's something that we missed if you're looking or watching this later. Um, what you think needs explanation or clarification. Let us know. Maybe it's something that we think we know and we can explain in the next show just to help you out. Yeah. Um, and then sorry, bring, quickly bring something up because I want to quickly screen share something. Um, but yeah, we will come back to this once the FAQ has come out to see how right and wrong we were. Get our yeah. because oh, no the, list, the big list. Oh, I don't know if you can see. It's a bit bright. It's very bright. So a long list of points by everyone. Very nice. I, I think uh, I'm definitely going to be uh, pretty behind on that because some of the questions I was answering as what I think they will do, and some of them were what I think it should be. So it's going to be a hodgepodge. Predicting that you're like on the lower end. Okay, I'm going to write this down. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, and there will be you know some left turns or unexpected things that we're obviously bring our reactions to in the, on the next show. Um, anger. So um, we'll be looking at uh, what it actually means for list building and stuff, because oh, no yeah. doubt, you know, we'll get the impact of things from them. We'll have to run the numbers on the points and start wow. looking at this and, you know, this maybe, like, well, I, can't wait. I can't wait. That's my favorite, like the list building phase. Will we get leaks for this FQ? I don't know. Last time we had leaks, and I was building so many lists, I was so happy. And I remember Philip; he said, "No, nah, it's not real. It's not real. It's not no, going to happen." Really. I was like, "You need to believe. You need to believe. Be a believer." Yeah. <laughs> and it, it was, everything was correct, and that was the list. The list building phase is one of my favorites. I the, the I think the two points changes I would love to see is I want frigates to go down a little bit at least, and God help them if they raise points on engine riggers. If they do something with the other armies that we can ally, if the if there's some way to make Barrack Fring viable or like changes to Tempest Eye because all the cities things got changed. Uh it's, it's not just KO for me, it's just a lot of armies because they all like play together. Mm hmm mm, exciting times. But yeah. So one last thing before we uh say goodbye. Uh, just want to uh, bring this on screen. Some foil hats getting a little hot. Hey, come on, hurry up. Oh, it's quick. It's quick. It's I have recently, I don't even know if many people know this exists, but on YouTube, you have a uh, if you go on someone's channel, you have this tab here that says channels. Uh -huh. If you click on that, I've recently updated mine for the future channels and added a whole load of I don't know why there's two on here, but because they should have the same things in. Oh, no, go on this bottom one, there's more. 
Um, I've recently updated that, so there's a whole load of cool Age of Sigma channels on there. So have a look at through them and check them out because there's loads of really good Age of Sigma content creators out there. Yeah. I'll make one a suggestion to add one to that list, Lee. So, off the air. Oh, or okay. on the air. Yeah. It's a it's a podcast called In Your Face. Um, my game it's um done by uh, my uh, gaming group, the Left Coast Corsairs. And uh, uh, they they speak to some uh, Warhammer 40k, but also Age of Sigmar, and it's uh, competitively focused. So if people like what they hear on Aethercast, they can get sort of a competitively focused um, podcast that's uh, all Age of Sigmar, not just Caradron Overlords. Yeah, I just realized that a lot of the ones I added aren't showing in here for some reason, which is actually so. Yeah, I can I can just. Um, Say Who's Caleb, he's a dirty salamander toad player, <laughs> but I, I really like his show and I like his the kind of battle reports he does. He just shows some pictures of situations on the board and explains why he did something and what happened to give you an idea. Uh, and I've learned quite a lot how to play against Seraphon from his from his channel. So go check him out. Yeah. Northern Invasion is a great podcast, and Stu, um, I've got your beer all posted, all packaged up, and uh, I'm sending him some some beer from my local brewery. Yeah, no, yeah, Northern Invasion is on this list, but it's not showing for some reason. They have got tons of KO battle reports, so definitely check them out. Um, yeah. Um, so yeah, as well as you know, hitting uh, subscribe and like on us, and you know, go check out some of those channels. Subscribe to them too. Uh, yeah, so I think that's it. Thank you both uh, for joining, uh, for, yeah. for wearing Tim Floor hats. <laughs> I mean, you see, everyone else dropped out. Yeah. Except, Except for the Tim Floor hat, hat boys. Yeah. So, I mean, tells you all you need to know. Yeah. Lee, invest in Tim Floor. I like the way you put a broad angle in, like it's party time now, <laughs> just for a second. Um, yeah. uh, thank you, Cron uh, and Adeptus as well. Um, and uh, Carl as well for keeping people company in the chat earlier on, um, and everyone that joined in in the chat live as well. Yeah, uh, thank so you. Thanks, everyone. Uh, we'll see you next time. Uh, but.